This week on the Steam Machine Podcast, hey, I got a phobia, and the only thing that's going to fix it is more Phasmo. Cue the music! Hey everybody and welcome to another episode of the Steam Machine Podcast. My name is Dalton and joining me as always the Destructo Bros. Hey everybody, it's Nate. Yo, what's up? It's Willie. Good evening or morning or whatever asynchronous time it is in your person of the universe. Porcelain? Portion of the <laughs> universe. Yeah, you know, the porcelain, the porcelain, the porcelain of you out there. Um, yeah. And we... You're a real doll. We have a guest this week. Hailing... From one Tad Pog, or as, as Jeff called him, a famous person, <laughs> which he would probably argue, Dave from Tad Pog. Dave, what's up, man? Hello. <laughs> uh, not much. Glad to be here. Thanks for thanks for having me on. Uh, I'm excited. I'm excited to talk uh, about phasmophobia, and I like I like this show, and I like you guys. So yeah, it's just nice to win. it's just nice to be here. Hey, Dave. Likes us. I appreciate. I appreciate that you ported the Mrs. Doubtfire hello into our show. That, that makes <laughs> Dude, okay. It's Mrs. Doubtfire you guys have been doing. For the whole time I've been listening and you guys have been doing that on Tadpog, I thought you were doing Seinfeld. Hello. Yeah. Here's, here's what's great about it, to be perfectly honest. When we do it on the show, I know that Ian doesn't know that I'm doing the Seinfeld hello. <laughs> uh, but, but it's... But I haven't told them, and it's fine because it's essentially <laughs> it's, it's essentially the same in my mind. I'm sure if I played them like side by side, it'd be like, oh yeah, that's incredibly different. But in in my my memory palace, it's the same. <laughs> well, he will never know because he will not listen to this. <laughs> the best part about it is know. like what made me originally just like love it when you guys started doing that is that when my sister calls me or calls my dad, that's how hello. <laughs> nice every time because we all love Seinfeld in our family. Oh man, nobody's perfect. Oh yeah, that's right. You don't like Seinfeld. That's, I about that. <laughs> so, boys, what you been up to this week? Let's uh, let's start with Willie this time. Willie, what you been up to this week, my brother? Uh yeah. Um, well, I didn't want to start talking about it too early, but I I have been messing with the Godot engine since we've been talking about the whole Unity snafu, and you know I haven't done much with it yet, but I got a little Hello World type thing open today, so well you know we'll see how where it goes. I the one thing that's really weirded me out is like they really want you to use their uh like it, it can natively run C sharp C plus plus or their own native thing called GD script. And GDScript is like, it's so much like JavaScript, and I hate JavaScript <laughs> because of the type coercion. And so I was like reading the articles, and they're like, yeah, just try GDScript. You might like it, you know, um, give it three days. And so I'm going to give it three days. But then I'm like, so why do you think I should use it? And one of the reasons they're like is, well, it doesn't have defined types. Instead, you can, you know, I'm like, no, no. <laughs> I really hate type coercion. That's what every JavaScript problem in the universe comes from. Why is that? Basically, it's just anything you think it might do logically. Okay, so, like, 
say the thing is it, it, it tries to coerce things into whatever type it thinks makes the most sense for the thing instead of just failing with an error part of the idea the the, the theory behind javascript is instead of it's, it's for websites so they shouldn't crash with an error they should just try to do what they can do and so like say you wanted to add the string like the letter like literally like a one like written down one like the, the number one but in quotes and you wanted to add that to the number one most computer progr- or programming languages will tell you, fuck off, you can't add a string to a number. That's stupid. JavaScript will add the one to the one, coerce the one into a uh, string, and give you 11. Because it's the string one plus the string one equals one one. It gives mm-hmm. you 11. But then if you type the string one minus the number one, It'll coerce it the other way around, coerce the string one into the number one and give you zero. <laughs> so you have to memorize every stupid, weird way it fucks up your uh, types or else it will give you exceptions you don't know and it won't fail with an error. It'll just give you the wrong answer and you won't know where the wrong answer is coming from because it won't just say error in line 292. It'll give you the wrong answer and just keep on chugging. Oh, God. Yeah, that's rough. That would, oh, dude, that would annoy me. And you just, you don't want to use Unreal? Well, I mean, at least Unreal uses C++, and I mean, you, or, you know, Godot also has C++ as, like, one okay. of its main options. Like, I think it's natively coded in C++. So, I don't know. I, I'm going to look into it and see what it does. Like, so far, I like what I'm seeing, but, uh, and again, I'm going to give GDScript a try, but if it pisses me off, I'm going to switch to a adult programming language. <laughs> And by uh, sounds sexy, does adult <laughs> programming language C plus plus more like uh, R plus plus R X X. All right, good. Where's the third X? Take your pants off and find out. Um, <laughs> it's sure for xylophone. <laughs> xylophone out of his pants. It's a sexy xylophone. Yeah. Uh, and and by a hello world type thing, you mean Nate sucks, right? <laughs> I actually made it say hello world. I should have put the one Nate coding sucks. thing I ever did was <laughs> Nate sucks, and I was so proud. Yep. Of it. <laughs> in Python. <laughs> oh man, Dave, what you been up to this week, man? Uh, I've been slowly watching the movie Cliffhanger. <laughs> um, that's been a it's been a project. I've been taking it in like. <laughs> 30 minute increments <laughs> how long is that movie it's about two hours uh so i'm about i'm 75 percent through the movie uh I, i've heard the best way to watch cliffhanger is to treat it like you're reading a book um and then just go chapter by chapter uh so far so good so does each of those chapters end on a cliffhanger uh... oh damn that's so good <laughs> 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 I I never seen the movie before, and uh, it's a uh, this fucking wild. I didn't expect it to be like as wild as it is. Um, I, I know this isn't a cliffhanger podcast or anything, but I just uh, I'm just blown away by some of like the Jason esque kills that Sylvester <laughs> Stallone does to dudes in that movie. <laughs> Maybe I don't know what Cliffhanger is, because that sounds kind of awesome, actually. <laughs> Man, I don't want to spoil Cliffhanger. <laughs> I can't spoil it, because I'm only 75% through it. <laughs> However, 
<laughs> there's a scene in Cliffhanger where Sylvester Stallone, like, he's, like, fighting a guy in a cave, and the dude's kicking the shit out of him, and he's got a knife, and he's all, like, you know, threatening him, and Sylvester Stallone, like, grabs him by the nuts and by the neck, and then lifts him, like, he does, like, a, sh- like a shoulder press, and he presses <laughs> him... He impales him with a stalactite. <laughs> what? That's awesome. Yeah, dude, it's it's fucking nuts. <laughs> it is crazy. Uh, so that's where I left off. Just uh, that's that's about seventy five percent through the movie. In case you're curious, is that, you just decided to watch this Mortal Kombat fatality, and you're like, you know what? Time, it's time to hang it up for the day. <laughs> yep. Is that a is that Rambo era Stallone? Uh, that's no, that's later. I think, I think it came out in like, if I had to guess, I think 95. Okay. See, I'm sitting here thinking like in my head, I was imagining like this was a recent movie. So it was just old man Stallone doing all this. Yeah. Like that's fantastic. Yeah. Right. Old man Stallone yeah, is still pretty jacked. <laughs> it, it That's true. Yeah. So other than that, I've just been playing uh super Mario brothers wonder. Um, which is why I've been watching Cliffhanger in, in, in increments. It's because I've just uh, hard to pull myself away from that game. I, I'm glad you finished that sentence because I was like, how in the world would Mario inspire you to watch Cliffhanger? Uh, <laughs> oh, okay. I got <laughs> word, word up, my good sir. What about you, Nate? What you been up to? Yeah, like so last week it was the big Sonic, talking about Sonic um, Superstars, which is I really enjoyed. I think I've completed everything in that game now, except for the time trials, nice. which I'm not super interested in going back to. But there were three stories in the game, which I didn't know there were more than one. So that was a nice surprise for me. And so I think I finished the game 100% on all three stories now and really good game. And then since then, I also picked up Super Mario Wonder. So something I didn't realize when I got it. Because I went to Target the day after it came out just to buy a copy. I didn't pre-order it or anything. Because, like, I know I showed you guys my pre-order gift for Sonic Superstars, which is this little sand thing. It's pretty cool. Man, are you about to tell me you got the cards? Did you get cards with it? I got the Shadow Box. What? I didn't know that existed. Yeah, apparently this was a Target exclusive. This was the last one they had. They were like, I didn't know this was a thing. So I go up to the register, and I was like... Uh, just picking, gonna pay for more. I ordered, and the guy at the register was like, "Hey, I think that comes with a free gift. Let me go to customer service real quick and look." So it was really slow at Target for some reason. And then, like, he came back with the shadow box. Like, yeah, this comes free with it. it's the last one. Here you go, man. I'm like, awesome, <laughs> dude. That's rad. So, like, now I have a piece of new Sonic memorabilia and a piece of Super Mario memorabilia, which is pretty pretty sweet. It's the '90s all over again. Yeah, dude. Yeah, right. You should make them fight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and so, but I also have been playing a lot of Super Mario Wonder. Um, it's a really fun game. Like, I think I've 100%ed all the worlds that I've done so far because I'm going to 100% this game too because mm-hmm. I can't not. But mm-hmm. it, I really like the new animation style they went with in this game. It's really a really nice change of pace from the new Super Mario Brothers U style. Like, I'm really enjoying that a lot. Um, I think I've done the first three worlds to 100% and then like wow. it lets it opens up a little bit it lets you choose between the fourth fifth and sixth world after that and so I went to the straight to the sixth world because I wanted the harder levels damn <laughs> what for punishment not me 
Yeah, and I have 100% of the sixth world, too, so I'm going to the fifth world nice. next. <laughs> nice. And I'm really enjoying it. I don't know. How, like, Dave, I know you've been playing it, too. Have you found mm-hmm. you like, like the new power-ups and stuff like that that the game has? Dude, I love it. And it's like the new power-ups are fucking wild because it's like I'm playing the game and it's like, I'll be honest with you, dude. I haven't played. I didn't play like any of the new Super Mario Brothers, so I don't really honestly know what's new. But like, like there's that drill hat. Yeah. Uh, and that is like, so I got it immediately. I'm like, oh, this is the crab from uh, Little Nemo: Adventures in Dreamland. <gasps> oh. And then, because that's exactly how it works. Yeah. Uh, and then, and then you get there's the bubble power up, and it's like, oh, this is from Bubble Bobble because <laughs> it works just like the bubbles do in Bubble Bobble, where it's like you can spit the bubbles out and you can jump on them, but you can also capture enemies inside of them and then pop them. And it's like, this is pretty. I mean, this is pretty cool that they did this. Yeah, and then of course the one from all the trailers, the elephant power up is super fun too. Oh, I'm sorry. Is there an elephant power up? <laughs> Dude, there's so I love it. It's great because it's like a oh, it's like a weird raccoon Mario almost. Mm-hmm. But instead of being able to fly, you you can spray water. It's cool. <laughs> I like it. But man, they like that's like the power up in the game. I feel like I'm constantly getting the elephant power up. Uh, have you uh, messed around with any of like the easy mode characters? Because I've only played as the main cast. I can't bring myself to play as Yoshi's or Nabbit. <laughs> no, I've been, I've been, honestly, I've been thinking of you because I was like, man, I can't tell Nate that I've only been playing as Mario because he will <laughs> accuse me of being a cop. Cop! <laughs> Damn it, Dave's a cop. I've been sw- well, look, swapping back and forth between Luigi and Daisy mostly. <laughs> They don't have they don't have red toad. They fucked me over. I don't want to play as blue toad. I don't. Who wants Whoa. that? <laughs> Sorry, fucking game's canceled. It's well, over. no. Uh, it, it sounds like Dave's a toad racist. He is a cop. <laughs> <laughs> but but he he doesn't think blue toads matter though. So we're kind of in the middle here. <laughs> But yeah. like back in my day, it was just red toads. Okay, I'm not a cop. I'm just, I'm just old. I mean, you say I that, but in it. Super Mario Brothers Two, I'm pretty sure he's just blue. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even want to tell you guys the last Mario. Actually, I played Odyssey, but before that, maybe Super Mario World on the Super Nintendo. It <laughs> <laughs> was a long gap, dude. It's it's wild, man. Because I feel like Wonder picks up like right after Super Mario World. And I don't mean that in like a fucked up canonical sense or anything, but it's like it's like the spirit of it's like it's like the spirit of Super Mario Brothers 3 and World mm-hmm. and then like it just kind of is like I don't know, man. It just feels like those games, but not in like a not in the style of it or anything. It's just in the it's just fun. It's like it, and it's surprising and they're like every level is like every level has a gimmick and i don't mean that in a bad way i mean that in like the most fun possible way man where it's like it's like oh this in this level you do this and it's like it gets really trippy too and it's like trippy in a way that i didn't expect a a nintendo developed game to go where it's like this is like this is trippy (laughs) 
That sounds awesome, because like, one of my main complaints about the new Super Mario Brothers series was that they didn't really feel like they cared that much about the level design. Like, mm-hmm. they were just kind of playgrounds to run through, but they didn't really do anything interesting level by level, you know? Yeah, I it, like I said, I don't have like a lot of experience with those, but like I can say that in Wonder, it is definitely, like, level design is, is, is great, because yeah. every level does feel like its own distinct level, even keeping within a the theme of a world it's it's really nice yeah i agree it's like it's almost like like you said like super mario brothers 3 did that really well too where all the levels in a world felt different but they all felt like a cohesive mm-hmm. part of that world and that's kind of like mm-hmm. what wonder does too and the other thing that's really cool about wonder is like the badge system like i don't even have all the badges yet but like badges um we do need stinking badges. Um, oh, man, like, I almost said it. <laughs> <laughs> I knew somebody was, so I just wanted to beat the punch. Um, but like, it gives Mario different abilities. Like, there's a badge that like you can, where he can like have that float with his cap. It's almost like taking abilities from other games and giving them to Mario. So like, mm-hmm. the float is almost like the Princess Peach float from Mario Two. There's a charge jump where if you hold duck for a few seconds, oh. you can do a super high jump. It's like. I really feel like they took inspiration from the older games and used it in a modern way that makes it really fun. And I've been able to use some of those powers to really cheese the hell out of some of the levels too. Yeah, man. I I love that. I'm so glad you brought that up because you're right. I mean, they do totally pull from like some of the older games and it's also cool that like they have those badges in the game, but you can only have one badge at a time. I think that's important too, because otherwise like, then otherwise the levels wouldn't work. You know what I yeah. mean? Cause it's like, you essentially be like Neo in the matrix and you can equip <laughs> multiple badges. Yeah. It's Peter Mario doing that. <laughs> awesome. Dodging <laughs> bullet bills. <laughs> right under but it. Yeah. But yeah, man. So like, I've just been really been. In- <laughs> if you take the fire flower, you go back to your life. Everything <laughs> normal. You take the ice flower. <laughs> That's good. Yeah, so I got the actual colors backwards, but fuck me. <laughs> but yeah, that's really about all I've been into is just playing this new Mario game. It's got some other minor stuff going on. Kayla was out of town, so I was just lonely and playing video games. You know. <laughs> Half of that sounds great. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it just sounds like the life. Um, I guess that just leaves me, eh? Uh, yes, sir. We don't care what you're up to. Let's go talk about the game. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Actually, you have some cool stuff to talk about. So, Let's go. I have a new job. I, uh, yeah. Nice. I no longer work at the hellhole known as Walgreens for Job of the Hut. Uh, I now work for Coca-Cola. I'm going to be a sales merchandiser. Never really done sales, but according to like what the people have told me so far, I'm basically going to go and stock stores and then tell the store owner like, Hey, you're ordering this much. Have you thought about ordering this much? It, nice. So that, you know, it should be all right. I'm going to meet my, uh, I get to meet my supervisor tomorrow. His name is Jeremy. Yeah. <laughs> the villain. <laughs> and I was like, Oh, uh, I told Jeremy goodness. that, and Jeremy just said, ha ha. And I know Jeremy's thinking in his head, oh, you better hope he's not an asshole like I am. <laughs> 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 uh, but yeah, so that's been fun. Like, I toured the uh, the Coke like uh, factory today. Apparently, there are four bottling plants in Florida, and one of them is the one in Jacksonville. And fun fact, 
there's a bottling plant in Orlando. Do you know who does the Coca-Cola for like Disney World? Jacksonville. Interesting. Doesn't make any sense to me. <laughs> so are you going to have to drive deliveries to no. Orlando? No. I, okay. I, I am not a delivery driver, thankfully. Okay. But apparently, after you're there a year, you qualify to start applying up within the company. And uh, one of the things that they'll do is they will pay for me to go to Tampa, where the headquarters are at. They actually have a Coca-Cola CDL course that they do for learning okay. how to drive Coke oh. trucks. And uh, and those are co- trucks that run off of Coke, right? Yeah. Yeah. You, you, pour, <laughs> you pour the Coke in there and you just you rev it up and it's kind of sludgy, but it'll it'll get through it. You know what I mean? You got to replace your gas tanks often, though. That shit just eats through it. <laughs> I fructose corn syrup, man. But uh, they'll, uh, it's three weeks, all expenses paid. Like, they cover your food, they cover your room and board, and they pay for the classes for you to take it if you want to get your CDL to be a driver. The caveat is you are then basically stuck working for Coke for three to five years that's a big one because if you were to quit before that you would have to pay back the classes and stuff so i'm like that makes sense though because then you would have this cdl and go off and do something else and coke's like well we invested in you see that's actually investing in people i don't know what the fuck that trisha was talking about over at walgreens but that's for the other show (laughs) Um, (laughs) so other than that you know i I got to tour the, the like the facility today like i said and the one thing I'll say about it is the machines themselves that do the stuff, whoever like was the person who came up with those, I would like to just like talk to them because I want to know how their brain works because they are so efficient. Like the, the machines it is just insane to me. I'm like, no wonder they replaced people. Look how this thing's doing this thing perfectly every time, over and over and over and over. And, you know, and I've seen it on TV shows, like how it's made and things like that. But when I'm like two feet away from it and I'm watching these cans that don't have any lid, like it's literally an, em- an empty can with an, this is not on there. And it's just full of fucking Coke. And it's just slinging through and then comes through the thing and then boom, magically this thing's on there sealed and there's a label printed on the bottom. And I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck happened? It was in there a second and a half. This thing was moving so fast. Just even less than that. I'm glad it works that way, but man, in my brain, I want to imagine the Coca-Cola factories, half Rube Goldberg, half Willy Wonka. I felt like Willy Wonka as I was walking around. Not me personally, but I felt like I was like in a Willy Wonka situation because <laughs> you felt like Mike TV. Get out of here. <laughs> no, I think if any, if I would have been any of the kid, and I'm not just saying this, I'd have been Charlie because there are some people in my higher group, like literally one of the dudes has fallen asleep both days in a row. <laughs> Every valid Beauregard thinks he's a Charlie. I'm a Grandpa Joe. I'll just straight admit it. Oh, no. <laughs> Isn't he retroactively the villain of that movie? Uh-huh. Yeah, we got some questions about your sleeping situation. <laughs> you mean to tell me you've laid in bed for like 30 years and haven't done shit, but now you can go meet Willy Wonka? You're going to hop up like nothing's wrong? Doesn't that sound like the life? <laughs> <laughs> I see why you chose him now. Jake's like, fuck yeah, I'll lay here. I can put my computer next to the bed. I got my switch. Yeah, boy. <laughs> he was collecting social security and playing Martin Spawning Mania, and then all of a sudden he's like, oh, wait, we get to go somewhere? Feel <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. 
uh, it's, it's it was an interesting it was an interesting day. It was like a little field trip. That's what it reminded me of, like a school field trip. It was so strange, like just being led around and shown everything. Like, yeah. This is the mixing room. This is where the magic happens and all that kind of shit. Um, other than that, uh, I've been playing some video games, uh, some Final Fantasy fourteen. Been messing around with that. Got my Paladin level ninety. So yeah, seeing you back on that. Final Fantasy fourteen grind, you and Mikalov. Yeah, it's because of Mikalov. He put the needle back don't in blame, my arm. Don't blame other people for your addiction, Stalin. He put the needle back in my arm. He did. He's, he was talking to me about it. Next thing you know, you're going to get Dave playing again. Okay, look, I've seen the posts. <laughs> and I have been so fucking tempted. But it's like, man, I can't fucking, I can't do it. I can't do it. Because I still pay for it. It's fucked up man it's like i haven't played that game in like four months and it's like every month i get the email from square like yo we're about to charge you and i'm like i don't know i might play it yeah. and then i don't <laughs> i might i might play yeah i get it dude i totally get it like i i fully was like all right i'll plug in and play for a month and i'll probably get tired of it and i just haven't gotten tired of it yet um but i have been limiting myself especially since we've been doing the weekly during october <laughs> Um, so I like I'll log in. I go and get my daily scratch offs, which I got three ten thousands in a row the other day. I was very happy with that. Um, <laughs> he was bragging to us, and we we're like, "Oh, yeah, what? Like, dude, no, listen, this is this doesn't ever happen. This is cool." <laughs> um, I, sh- I went to the actual lottery that they do in game in game at the Golden Saucer, and I took Mikolov because Mikolov had never been. And then like a bunch of the free company members also showed up, and then I also saw Grim and Zhao and T that were there as well because they're on the same server I am. Um, and Dave, I think you're on the same server as well? I sure yeah. am. I'm, uh, yep, I'm on, I'm on, well, I don't want to dox yeah. us, so yeah, never I got mind. You. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're on Azeroth. Yeah, we're on Azeroth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Um, but yeah, it's, it's just been fun. Like uh, leveling up my Paladin, I did it solely through PvP um, for like 80 like level 83 up until 90 i just been logging in every day getting my scratch offs doing the daily pvp roulette because it's like a big half a bar Mm -hmm. chunk of experience you get so much from doing that daily pvp man it's so good you don't even have to be good at it you do because i'm not and i level like several classes that way where it's like i'll just go here and die a bunch and then get half a level yeah and you (laughs) That's very encouraging, though, because I would not do PvP in MMOs if I didn't have a oh, big reward for it, because I'm shy. The half, the half a level is from losing, too. Like, if your team wins, yeah, you might that's get a whole awesome. fucking level out of it. Like, it's just an insane amount Jeez. of experience. And mm-hmm. uh, I've also been dabbling in, is it called Crystalline Conflict? It's the five-on-five PvP. Crystalline Conflict. Um, that's fun, too, but that's just a bunch of... Uh, people beating up on each other trying to move <laughs> my goodness wow me. bless you son. bless you <laughs> i'm starting to sneeze like my grandpa and i fucking hate it when i sneeze my grandpa my grandpa sneezes he's like Alicia! and i'm like no i'm like <laughs> i swear our dad just in, our dad just intentionally cusses when he sneezes because whenever he sneezes i swear he just goes oh shit <laughs> <laughs> yep yep <laughs> I think dads just want to let you know they're sneezing. Like, I feel like, like, like with my dad, it's like a release valve almost, where it's like, oh, I get to shout and no one can get mad at me. So what's your go-to since I know you have that big dad sneeze energy now? Massive dad sneezes. <laughs> 
So now that I've uh, come online and I realize the dad sneeze, I try to I try to downplay it. I try to be a conscientious uh, sneezer <laughs> in the house. He's lying. He foosfro dolls all the plates <laughs> off the damn table. <laughs> Funny, I was going to sit here and say, like, I don't sneeze like a dad because I'm not a dad. But in the same vein, literally tonight, Brandy and Daphne came by and Brandy had asked Daphne to walk out back real quick to go look for the kitty because she wanted to tell my parents about how Daphne has started going, ah, fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> fact, she's five, for those of you who don't know. And apparently she learned that at school. <laughs> um, so she gets frustrated because she, I was at their house one time and she was on her tablet and she got frustrated. She was sitting right next to me, cuddled up next to me. And she just goes, ah, fuck it. And I looked at her and went, what'd you say? And she just looked at me and then went back to doing what she was doing. So I was like, okay, maybe she didn't say what I didn't think she said. So then I don't, I didn't mention it to Brandy. So then Brandy tells me one day, so have you heard Daphne say fuck it yet? And I went, as a matter of fact, I did. And you didn't tell me. I wasn't sure if that's what she said. Now I have confirmation. It's exactly what she said. So anyways, Sends her out back, and I open the back door to go, because I can hear her talking, and I open the door, and she's standing there, and she looks like she's about to cry, and I'm like, what's wrong? She's like, I'm scared of the dark. I don't like the dark. I was like, oh, so I had to like go and pick her up, and like I picked her up, and I'm holding her, and she like tucks herself into me, and I'm like, it's okay, sweetie. I will protect you, and I will never let anything hurt you as long as I'm around. I promise. I love you, and I gave her a little kiss on the head. So like... I have my, I guess my dad esque moments, <laughs> you know. Yeah, man. Well, based on that sneeze, I mean, <laughs> you're, you're like a prime candidate. <laughs> and I even like Brandy's made fun of me before. Not that, like, again, like that. Again, that's a conversation for a different podcast. But like, I don't think it'll ever happen between me and her. But even still, she makes fun of me because, like, sometimes I get off the couch and I'm like. Ugh. <laughs> that's just getting old that's not a dad thing <laughs> what was was it um if you have to if you have to double clutch getting off the couch though that's a dad there you go there you go <laughs> Kenny when Squirrely Dan goes to get up and he's like Ugh. and they're like whoa there pops hey dad can you get me a beer from the cooler <laughs> he's like what are you talking about they're like you're making dad noises there grandpa it's like Shout out to Letterkenny. If, if you have not watched that show, high recommend. Um, but speaking of some shows that I did want to bring up, uh, I've been watching some anime. I've been on a kick of watching anime. Um, I watched another couple episodes of uh, Harem in the Labyrinth to Another World. Or no, Harem in a Labyrinth of Another World, um, which is exactly what it sounds like. <laughs> and I am not ashamed. <laughs> It is sounds sexy. It is a ridiculously violent show. So this dude gets sucked into a video game. It's an isekai. Um, and he doesn't realize it at first. So he's just like, or he thinks he's sucked into a game and he's in the real world. I don't know exactly how it works, but like he's in this other world. And he walks up to this dude and slashes him and just straight like guts the dude. Just, and blood goes everywhere. And he's like, huh, these enemies aren't very tough around here. I hope this game has more of a challenge. And he's just like slaughtering people. <laughs> because he thinks he's in this game, but really he's been transported to this world. Um, but yeah, he ends up meeting a bunch of chicks. They all have big titties. They show them. It's it's that kind of show. Um, but it's not subbed. Or I mean, excuse me, it's not dubbed. So I have to like pay attention when I'm watching it. 
So the ones that I've been watching here lately have been dubbed, even though I prefer subtitles. But I've been playing video games while also doing the anime thing. So dub I can listen to and then look if I you know, feel interested. Um, I watched Kanasuba. Hilarious. Mm. Hilarious. There's a second season and there's an OVA. I haven't gotten to those yet. But the first season, high recommend from me. Kind of makes fun of shows like Isekai stuff kind of stuff. Because he gets uh, sucked into the world with a goddess who is worthless. I mean, she's a great character, but she's worthless. <laughs> she's that's like literally what they call her, right? Like Aqua, yeah. the useless goddess, yeah. or something she's like that. She's like, uh, what's her face from Naruto? Level useless Sakura. Um, and then also, so I'm like, I'm looking up. You know, what's some disturbing animes? I've heard that there's some really, some really disturbing oh, animes boy. out there. Yeah, you talked to this when we were in game a little bit, and I, I don't want anything to do with this show, man. <laughs> So it's not in the way that you think. It's, so I watched Maiden Abyss season one. Oh, yeah. That's, that's, a, that's a good show. I haven't seen all of it, but like that's a fucked up anime. Dude, it is so <laughs> yeah. good. But holy shit. Towards the end, not to spoil it, but like towards the end, there was a moment that happens where like I was... I wasn't like crying, but like I had the tears welling up, the single tear rolling down the cheek. Like it got me emotional. Like, but, um, so it's, did Sylvester Stallone impale the main character with the stalactite? He grabbed the child and just slammed it through his. (laughs) (laughs) No, my understanding is if that happened to a kid in Maiden Abyss, it would have gone through like their leg and then they would have writhed in pain on camera for like 10 minutes. That seems to be the kind of show it is. Like if you delight in terrible things happening to children, you'll love this one. So it's it's, it's one, there's one particular thing. You can tell I slightly disapprove of this program. There's one particular thing. Back on Willy Wonka. That (laughs) That and Willy Wonka. No, Willy Wonka, great bad things happen to children. I love that. (laughs) They have to deserve it first. Anyway, the premise is like, these two kids, they live around this big city or this, they're in this giant city that's around this massive abyss. And there are people that go down and they mine for artifacts. And she gets this letter that she thinks is from her mother. Um, and they go down into the abyss. Um, her and her little robot friend. And the, there's really only one scene like you're describing that I can think of. So far, well, I'm in season one. I don't know if there's a, there might be a season two. I'm told I'm told the manga continues to go further and further in this direction. Ah, well, yeah, she gets hit in the hand with a poison thing, and it spoilers by the way. Uh, oh shit, Dave, you're watching this. How far in or into it are you? Do you know the scene I'm talking about? No, I don't. But it's okay. Are, are it's, you sure? Uh, not gonna. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she gets hit in the hand with this poison thing, and it just like swells up super super huge. And she's like writhing in pain from it, telling the dude or the kid, like, just cut it off. So she has him break her arm so he can then cut through it. Now, this all happens off off screen. You don't see him actually break it. You just kind of see him drop the thing to do it. But you hear her just like, ah! which is fucked, right? No, no, no. Still it's not, not great. great at yeah, all. Yeah, that's, that's horror. But that's horror movie style. Kind of way. Uh, I get that. I'm not saying that you're a violence pervert for watching this. <laughs> so this other character comes in and ends up like being like, no, 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 don't, don't do that. So they, they go off and this character like uses some salves and like some leeches and things like that and actually like heals this girl's arm up. Um, 
and leaves it in a sling, and then they all decide to keep going, and that's the end of the first season. And it's like, <laughs> man, but like, so the way that anime did it was they spent like, there's 13 episodes, I believe, or 12 episodes. They spend like nine episodes really getting you attached to these characters, and then they spend three episodes putting them through absolute hell, and I do not know if I'll watch season two. I don't know if I can handle it. I might tap out on it. Because the main character being a little blonde girl really fucked with me. <laughs> like, you know, uh, because, you know, it, Daphne is a little blonde girl. And I'm like, dude, if anything like this ever happened to her, I don't know what the fuck I would do. So I'm just like, man, no thank you. So I went from that to um, high school. Is it just DD or is it high school DXD? I actually don't know if you pronounce the X on this one. I literally was going through a list of animes with an X in the title to see how you pronounce them, and it's never what you expect. You never get mm-hmm. it right. Whatever you guess is wrong. <laughs> in fact, I'm going to look it up right now. It's probably like high school double D. I've always heard the X pronounced, but... I, uh, I've always called it DXD, but I also used to say Hunter X Hunter. That's same. Yeah, uh, according <laughs> to uh, according to Wikipedia, the Hepburn pronunciation is high school DD. <laughs> So, yeah, apparently you do not say the X on this one. <laughs> so, Hunter X Hunter Squad represent. Right, We're in the so. same boat again. <laughs> High School DD. Uh, hilarious show. Um, I saw a titty in it, and I was immediately shocked because I did not realize it was one of those kinds of animes. I knew it was going to be the etchy, movies type show. But when I saw Nip, I was like, all right. Hmm. All right, but it's it's quite funny and it's a classic. So I'm not like I'm not gonna like like oh I recommend to watch it because I'm sure everyone listening here has watched anime has probably watched it or at least know of it. Um, but yeah, so I've just been I've been doing that and enjoying it. And I've been playing a shitload of Stardew Valley, modded Stardew Valley. I've been growing cannabis. Oh yeah, <laughs> so that's what I've been up to. <laughs> oh, fun nude patch. No nude patch, but hilarious <laughs> to me that there are a few. Oh, is I gotta, there? I got to see them Abigail Pixels, yeah. man. Oh, that's funny. I was joking. I thought no, no, no. for sure. There well, are. I mean, that makes sense. It exists. It, the internet so, exists, Dave. Come bet, on. <laughs> yeah. I, bet, I bet Shane is hung like a beer so, can. On the last episode. <laughs> that's a great joke for all my Stardew Valley fans out there. <laughs> all my, uh, or all my, on my, on the, Jesus Christ, on the last episode, I was t- talking about how that I had seen a couple uh, nude mods for Stardew Valley. And I hadn't used any of them. So I downloaded one to see what it was like, right? <laughs> okay. So what do they do? Is it literally just pixel yes. art? So it it just adds in more adult scenes and they happen organically. It's not like gratuitous. If that makes any sense at all, they added it in in a way that it Boo. fits in. <laughs> so I'll tell you the scene. But do they at least... Do they at least like hire like artist artists to do like little H splash screens or well, something? Oh. I'll uh, I'll explain it to you. Okay, yeah. you'll bring us there. No, no, I'm no, you're so fine. sorry. So I told I told Pulse this when he popped in and I was playing Final Fantasy fourteen. I said, by the way, I didn't marry Jody, but I did fuck her. <laughs> so <laughs> wow. I just randomly the heart I, get, I get a thing from Jody that says, Hey, bring a large mouth bass to my house at seven o'clock and I'll cook <laughs> We all know what and that I'll means. Cook it for dinner. <laughs> So I'm like, all right. So Large I'm, mouth and chill. <laughs> I, I, and then she pulled it out. And it was just a small mouth. And I was so disappointed. 
No. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the fit on the smallmouth, pretty good. So I caught the fish and then I just like did other things for like days and days and days. But the quest never went away. So I'm like, okay, so this isn't a timed quest. So I randomly one night was like, oh, it's going on seven o'clock. I'll run into Jody's and see what she wanted. Because I... With this stinky fish you've been holding in your inventory yep. for four so weeks. At this time, I had forgotten that I installed this mod. <laughs> so this is how it goes down I go in and it's like any other normal Stardew Valley quest it's like oh thank you for bringing me the fish now we can all have dinner together uh, one of her sons or one of the kids is out and they're not going to be back um, so it's just me and me you and her other kid that I can't think of his name the one with the dirty room is it Shane no Sebastian, no, Sebastian? I think I don't. I'm bad with the names. I know Abigail because I'm dating no, her. No, Shane is Shane is right. Shane's to do with the alcohol problem. That was hence the joke I made earlier. That's not Jody's kid. Ah, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. No, Shane is an adult. He's oh, invincible. Never mind. So, uh, the kid comes out and he's like, "Yo, I'm gonna go hang out with so and so," and the mom's like, "Oh, but I'm making this this dinner." He's like, "No, nah, it's cool." Like, and, and there was more to it because like I don't remember exactly, but it was actually decent writing, not like you know Stephen King level like whoa writing but like <laughs> I don't think I want to read a Stephen King romance scene I don't I know what happens in it. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't I didn't until recently oh boy yeah oh buddy wow um cocaine and cigarettes <laughs> anyway the uh so she's like well I guess it's just gonna be us two all right. So again, I forgot that I had that mod installed. So at this point, I'm thinking, okay, I'm going to have dinner with Jody. That's cool. I'll probably get a friendship level. I got a friendship <laughs> level. <laughs> so we're sitting there, we're eating dinner, and she's like, would you like to have a glass of wine? And then it pops up on the screen, like, they have glass after glass, and finally, or, and eventually the wine bottle is empty. So then it cuts through a scene in Jody's living room. We're sitting on her couch, and we're on opposite sides of the couch. This is where it started to impress me a little bit. So we're talking back and forth, and she starts talking about her husband, who's away at war, <laughs> and how you know she's getting used to not having someone around or feeling like the the touch of her lover or any kind of things like that. And you have these like responses you can give to her, whether you're like flirt with her or you don't. Um, so obviously, when I saw that, I was like, "Oh, that's right." So I was immediately like. Well, you know, <laughs> so her little sprite then like looks over at me and looks down and I can see her blush and she puts her hands over and she scooches towards me like like they would in a movie. You know what I'm saying? And I was like, that's good animating because I've never seen anyone in Stardew Valley scooch. So they had to like <laughs> do that themselves. You know? <laughs> and uh, she like leans her head over on me and the screen fades to black. And I'm like, oh, OK, well, that was cool. And then it fades back in and I am laying on her living room floor and she is on me reverse cowgirl riding me. <laughs> just, oh, boy. just pixelated titties. Like, I think they even tried to animate bouncing. Like, yeah. What's up? They, they faded to black so they could skip first, second, third. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, oh, so that happens, and then the cutscene ends 
and you guys get dressed again and she is immediately filled with regret and tells you that you guys shouldn't never talk about this again and then you leave and the quest is over and you get completed <laughs> you can claim your prize or whatever it's like 200 gold <laughs> so you got paid to do that <laughs> yeah you're a professional now it's the one thing I have in money with my Stardew Valley character <laughs> Stardew Gigolo <laughs> Stardew Gigolo uh, yeah, so that was interesting. So I'm curious, like, what other scenes are going to be hidden in the game that I just come upon and, and don't realize until it's <laughs> happening. Come upon. <laughs> and then I come upon my keyboard and have to get a new one because I ruined it. I'm going to say is, you know, that weird beardy guy that lives way out in the uh, tent? You know, go check Linus. in on him a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I forgot his name. I, he I him in a long recently time. taught me how to make sashimi. Oh, nice. Yeah. And then blew me. <laughs> <laughs> I imagine that that would be some like raw homeless person sex. <laughs> oh yeah, you know that scene in uh, Jane Silent Bob Strike Back when Jake when uh, George Carlin just throws the thumbs up on the at, at the truck driver. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> there are no lines anymore. Gay, straight, don't be so suburban. Well, there's a line right there on this side of it. We're not gay. Ah, it's all part of the book. The open, the real, the, what is it? The open book of the road. The road. Wait, was that James yeah. Sondheim? No, it was definitely. Cause, yeah, it was James Sondheim. He was, uh, okay. That's right. He was the, 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 pre- the, 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 the bishop. The, our bishop, yeah. Bishop, yeah, cardinal. Cardinal. It was one of them. Car- well, no, archbishop? He's well. the, the bishop cardinal arch. Of Weatherbury. <laughs> he, he's a barchbishop. The rook, the knight, um, the, the Santa queen, Maria. the king. <laughs> <laughs> the fourth and fifth minor lift. Dude, who was it? Nate, was it you that sent the video of those two and Snoop Dogg rapping boats yeah. and hoes? It was Nathan. Bro, yeah. to see Snoop Dogg just like rapping that with him when Snoop Dogg popped in, drank a sangria. <laughs> <laughs> Tremendous. He looked like he's having a great time, which is kind of, I think, the default. I don't think Snoop Dogg is ever not having a great time. I, I have also pointed out before that Snoop Dogg has literally, like, he literally raps about murdering people sometimes. When have you ever heard him sound mad in a rap song? <laughs> Except That's true. maybe, like, early Death Row days when he was angsty. But, like... But when he's doing G-Funk type shit, never. No, dude, no. He has been cool as a cucumber. I murder your ass and then I smoke a blunt. I... You know, like that, it just doesn't give up. He's the coolest motherfucker. And I love the capybara <laughs> of gangsters. <laughs> One of my favorite Snoop Dogg things. And it is because he always comes across as like really smooth and like cool and like composed and like having a great time is when he rage quit his live stream when he was playing Madden NFL. <laughs> That's right. Yes. Yeah. I love that shit so fucking much, man, because it's like, he is a real person. Hell yes. All right. Man, fuck this shit. <laughs> We've all been there. I know. Um, I was playing um, a game of... Um, Tecmo Super Bowl with Willie and I had that exact same oh. reaction. <laughs> yep. I'm, I'm, I'm playing with Nate. His guy fumbles the kickoff. We're, we, I kick it off again to him. He runs the guy out for a moment, sees my tacklers coming, just runs right back into the end zone for a safety. I'm like, okay, you're done playing, aren't you? And he's like, yep, and immediately disconnects the trick. No, <laughs> <laughs> he, he had the right to be pissed, though, because this guy just fumbled a kickoff for no reason. It wasn't even like... It wasn't like he just 
caught the kickoff and then immediately got hit. He, he picked up the ball, ran with it, had blockers and all that, and all of a sudden the dude just stripped him for no reason. Oh. It's terrible. I like Tecmo Super Bowl, but sometimes the RNG in that game could be a real bitch, especially on fumbles. <laughs> I'm always curious how those old football games hold up because I had a buddy of mine. I don't remember if it was for his Genesis or his Super Nintendo. He had both. Um, mm. But he had one of the Mad, like the early Madden games or like one of yeah. the early football games. It could have been Madden on Super Nintendo Genesis. They had the first Madden, uh, not the Apple II Madden, but the first like uh, console Madden. Like Madden 95, something yeah. like so one of those, you know what I mean? But like, dude, I remember it being fun, but I'm curious how it mm-hmm. holds up. So Play that pulled up really good. I went back and played uh, NHL 94 a while back, and that one was really good. Although Madden it doesn't 92. have like half the teams. Madden 92. 92. Madden 92 rules because when someone gets injured, That's the ambulance, the ambulance drives onto the field <laughs> and knocks people over. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Man, the, uh, it's funny, like, you know, I went from an original Nintendo to a PlayStation. So, and my, my dad is not a sports guy. So, it was me. I think my grandparents actually bought me some like football games because they wanted me to play football because I was a big boy. I'm going to be a linebacker <laughs> or a defensive tackle or whatever the fuck. No. Nah. I I did not like that lifestyle in, in high school. At least with in, in my high school, the uh, the jocks were jerks. But anyway, that's a whole other story. They got me NFL Extreme 2 and NFL Blitz. Wow. Yes. So they didn't get me regulation football games. They got me the two that you could beat the shit out of people in. <laughs> like, I loved an NFL Extreme too. You could tackle a motherfucker, and he'd get up, and you could just tackle him again, and he'd get up, you could tackle him again <laughs> as many times as you wanted before the fucking things the <laughs> timer went off. And God, tremendous! I might go emulate that sometime. Uh, one of my favorite football game moments of all time was uh i was staying in my grandparents house because i was uh going to college from there because i didn't have a dorm at the time and my cousin was also staying over a lot of the time and so we would play we would play playstation 2 games a lot and i rented uh blitz the league which was like they got the blitz license back but they didn't have the nh the nfl license so they made like an original game and he'd never heard of it. So I rented that game and brought it home. And I'm like, hey, let's play this football game. And he's like, yeah, cool. And so he, he sees he's got his guy wide open, throws him out there. And I immediately just run over and just blast the hell out of his wide receiver. He's like, oh, I'm going to get a flag or whatever. And then the commentator is like, smart move to take him out before he gets there. And he's like, oh, yes. <laughs> like he'd never heard that this series was about arcade I, football. He thought it was going to be a simulation. I, I remember renting that from my Xbox. And I specifically remember my player like going down and breaking his, I think it was his leg or something like that in, a, in a, one of the brawls that you you could have where the team versus team fight where that would just happen in games and they were like he's gonna be out for like three quarters of the season or you can give him these steroids and he'll be out and he'll be back steroid in steroid injection <laughs> yeah like what yeah drug that motherfucker up man brock lesnar his ass <laughs> to the gills gas to the gills and you could get caught they realized once they didn't have the NFL license anymore, they could just go absolutely yeah. over the top ridiculous. Yeah, because you it. could choose the different kind of drugs. You could choose ones that might not show up on the drug tests, but they don't help as much. You could show ones that would really pop on the drug test, but they'll really give you that kick. <laughs> it was like NARC. It was like the remake of NARC on PS2, where you could take lewds, and everyone would have a emoji face pop up over their head. 
And if you saw red ones, those were criminals, and you could just run up to them and arrest them. So I just walked around on ludes, all quaaludes, the whole game. Like my dude was just fucked up. You remember that scene from Wolf of Wall Street <laughs> where he thinks everything is going well? It actually was because my dude could handle himself. But I imagine in real life it would have been the, the other scene. My dude's like, yeah, 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 arrest. <laughs> I think my favorite Blitz the League power up you could do before a game was you had the ability in the, uh, I think the story mode, career mode, or whatever, to pay a bunch of money to just send a bunch of sex workers to the other team's locker room and they would immediately start the game. <laughs> yeah. <with that>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fucking, fucking tremendous, the weird shit you could do in those games. Loved it, dude. Speaking of weird shit you can do in video games, boys, we have a game that we've played. It is a revisit. Uh, I believe our episode on this was two years ago. That sounds right. Time flies. But it received a major update I, a while back that completely changed the uh, progression yeah, mechanics. So we played some Phasmophobia. And, of course, the obligatory Wikibootia bullshit. Here are the O-dubs. Phasmophobia is a paranormal horror game developed and published by British indie game studio Kinetic Games. It is based primarily on the popular hobby of ghost hunting. Ooh. The game became available in early access through Steam for Microsoft Windows with virtual reality support in September of 2020. The game received a large influx of popularity the following month due to many well-known Twitch streamers and YouTubers playing it, mainly for the Halloween season. On the 15th of October of the same year, the game was 6th most popular on Twitch and it was the best-selling game on Steam globally for several weeks October to November of 2020. Um, you know, after reading that first paragraph of this wiki, I don't know why that paragraph is there because that's just being like, oh, look at this cool thing it did. It's like nothing actually about the game. So <laughs> it's a horror investigation survival game from a first person perspective. And the rest of it we can just kind of talk about. So let's go first impressions compared to first impressions of this new update so uh i'll start for once when we first started playing phasmophobia the first thing i realized about it is it had a little bit of bethesda jank <laughs> even though it's not a bethesda game mm -hmm. but i have such a love for a little bit of jank in a game i don't know why mm -hmm. <laughs> but i do so i loved it and the the fact that this game would actually scare me was impressive because at that point I had played some stuff like PT and things like that that had terrified me, but never really a multiplayer game that would scare me because it's like I'm laughing with my buddies. And then this one came along and I was like, well, maybe it can happen. Now, the update. Um, I went in and realized all my money was gone. <laughs> I had All stacks your on stacks. gotten money. I had stacks on stacks. You legitimately money. achieved money. Yeah, money. <laughs> I had so much. He sold so many stocks of GameStop to get all those achievements, <laughs> man. And it was all gone. And uh, his bitcoins is apes. <laughs> <laughs> the the new uh, the new building looks cool. Uh, I want to wait till all of us talk to really get into more of that. But like, so I'm like, I'm looking around it and I'm like, okay, yeah. so they changed some stuff up. Um, and then I think it just looks crisper now. I think they've updated the graphic palette a little. Uh, 
But yeah, I'm thoroughly impressed with the update so far. So then let's go. Guest first, Dave. First impressions compared to like what were your first impressions of this new update when you logged in for the first time? Uh, so I man, I've been playing Phasmophobia for a long time with you guys. Uh, so it's you and it's, Nate especially do a buddy cop thing a lot of the time. Oh yeah, so. oh man, I have so many great memories of <laughs> Nate and I struggling to open doors <laughs> with Phasmophobia. <laughs> just scared in a room together and like that way like and we had a conversation where it's like we're gonna die <laughs> uh I, you know the, i think the updates are nice i'm um i don't want to be negative at all but i am disappointed that the console release isn't out yet i know that they i know that they had yeah. a fire and like that's a big deal uh but in and it's, it's so it's not one of those things where it's like i'm a I'm just disappointed because, man, I've got people who would love this game uh, who don't have a PC. And it's like, I'm I'm like, like my sister and my brother-in-law. I'm like, okay, if you guys, uh, if you guys will, I'll buy this game for you when it comes out. If you play, <laughs> I think you'll like it. Um, but that's one thing on the updates that I'm, that I'm looking forward to. Um, I like the new locations. I like the new locations that they've added in the updates. Um, I think that like having like back in the day, there wasn't an outdoor location. I mean, I think having the campground, right. yeah. uh, is a lot of fun, even though I, I prefer like the big campground, yeah. Yeah. um, yeah. because what's cool about the big campground is like, it is outdoor, but it also has that cabin. So you can like still yeah. get that indoor experience That cabin all the way in that the back in cabin. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yep. yeah that, actually that's. Um, that cabin's that's the spot too with the deck right you go out to the end of the deck and you look at the water and mm-hmm. jason's mask floats up mm-hmm. it's on it's on the way to the cabin yeah yeah dude fantastic like that that level is awesome but i have mm-hmm. we have all died grisly deaths in that place more than once <laughs> for sure oh yeah i feel like that 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 area is also one of the ones that seems like it really loves spawning mega aggressive ghosts it's yeah like it's, it's always gonna be a demon or some shit on that one yeah, I agree because it's like I I very rarely survived that level. <laughs> uh, so what about you, Nate? Yeah, so like obviously we did this game two years ago, and I looked to make sure it was two years because I thought maybe it was last year. No, it was two years ago for goodness' sake. And Top yeah, last, man. and just looking at it from what it was then to what it is now, <clears throat> they've made a lot of. I feel like they have made a lot of quality of life changes. There's things about the um, old one that I definitely miss. Like some of the jank has been kind of patched out, I feel like. And I did like the old, um, just basically garage that you were in. <laughs> like yeah. there's just something like we're just not like, we're not like Zach Bagans and Ghost Adventures here. We're this poor staff that's just going out and actually doing these ghost treks. Um, but yeah, I like the updates. I think it's really cool. They've added a whole lot of new features since we last played, like the haunted items and all that kind of stuff. Uh, yeah, and, baby. Yeah, we'll get there. Yeah, and then one thing that I really do like that they did was if you were a player from before they did the big reset and everything, there's a plaque on your wall that says, um, like a plaque from a membrane of your service for however many hunts that you did, or I can't remember exactly what's on it, but I, I thought that was level really- one of the two. Yeah. yeah, I think it was. Yeah, your I thought that was a really cool touch. Yeah, it's almost like proof of proof of your prestige. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like you see that plaque. 
why we have this new fucking building. Yeah. You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> we built this city. What? We built this city on spooky ghouls. <laughs> well, let's go ahead. Let's, I'm going to go ahead and get Willie's uh, opinion first before I start going into actual things about the room. Yeah, absolutely. The very first thing that really struck to me was, I mean, we played this a bunch. Like, we got kind of... Uh, Almost to the point where we were like a, a an attack team. We were formulaic with it. We could mm-hmm. go in there and just. I was about to say we went in like a SWAT team. And I feel like seals. <laughs> I know because like it always started off was like with me like setting up a bunch of camera stands. Dave grabbing one of the cameras, taking it in, and like we had a yeah. plan back then. I feel like I, when they reset the equipment, it completely forced us to improvise because not only did <laughs> yeah. they reset your level entirely, but now you have um there's a bit more of a grind to it because the level one equipment, there's three levels of each level of equipment now. Like you remember back in the old versions, there was the flashlight and the extended mm-hmm. flashlight. Mm-hmm. Those are now like they're tiered. the level two flashlight is the tier. Yeah. The tier two flashlights, basically the old expanded flashlight the level one flashlights, mega garbage. And now there's like three tiers of everything. So when you first start the game, until you've done a bunch of hunts, you're going to have mega trash equipment. You can't even do most of the things, which is also how it was. But it was only gated by your money in the first mm-hmm. uh, the first version of it, the, the progression system. Now it's gated by money and experience points. Whereas if you have enough experience points, you can get the level two flashlight. And you can bring but that I appreciate you. that all of the core things that you need to find the ghosts aren't yeah. locked at first. It's all the extra stuff like right, you still salt. have an EMF detector. Or you still have a yeah, you know, garbage versions of them. Oh, they're so bad. That thermometer, holy <laughs> shit! Where it's like, yeah, we're gonna go hunt a that's, ghost, and I pulled this off my back yeah, porch. I got this off my <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's exactly what I was gonna say. It's the first two things that struck me were how incredibly shit the level one thermometer and the level one flashlight are. Like mm-hmm. you feel so vulnerable and weak. Like I almost stopped looking at the thermometer and just stopped started looking for like my character's breath because that's a better indicator that you're in a cold room compared to the mercury thermometer you start with. That yeah, it looks like you pulled it off your grandma's you know, shed. <laughs> remember when they added that that new case to the old garage? And it had all those items in it that we were like, what are these going to be? And here we were all speculating what new items they were going to be. And they were just newer tiers of these stuff, like the little, uh, the notebook. We now have like a shitty little notepad yeah. that we can put down. But the third level one looks like you're putting down the book from uh, Evil Dead. Well, the Necronomicon <laughs> just, things look sweet. The Necronomicon ex yeah. Full disclosure, we did not get very far in the progression before. No. Yeah. I'm going to be honest, we uh, we wanted to try to get to Tier 2 equipment, but we just got all of the Tier 1 equipment. Which still took uh, quite a few hunts. Yeah, because mm-hmm. the, the Sanity Pill, I think you get at level... Well, not even Pill, it's a, it's a Sanity Oil. You get it at level 16. Yeah, Or is it a tincture? I thought it was like a little like snake oil potion. It's like... It, it, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's like a little snake oil tincture. But it also... You guys didn't know this because you were dead, and I was the only one that could <laughs> read it because I was the only one that hadn't unlocked it. What I wanted to tell you guys was... It, uh, it is now sanity over time rather than just... Because you, like, drank, like, two of them because you didn't think the first one was working. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, was trying, I wanted to tell you guys, it's it's like a recovery over time now. It doesn't just immediately pop like the pill mm. used to. I wonder what the third level is, if it's just, like, a straight heroin shot. The third... It, it's, an, it's an adrenaline shot. You actually get unlimited sprinting after you take it for, like, 30 <laughs> seconds. Huh. Oh. I know we talked about that two years ago. That has not changed. The fact no. that you sprint for 
three, four seconds and your dude's out of breath and can't run anymore because apparently they smoke a cart in a day. Yeah, dude. <laughs> what they call sprinting, I call it jogging. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, no, it's more like that little half hurry you do when you're crossing the street and somebody's coming in a car and you're like, oh, I'll hurry up and you just kind of <laughs> hurry for like two seconds and then you stop and just keep walking. Like, and you just shuffle your feet a little fast. You a little hop at the start. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude. I uh, I have been enjoying the graphical upgrades. I think that um, it's made things eerier. Uh, I feel like, like you said, we did get to a point where we were like SEAL Team 6-ing those ghosts. So it was like, it wasn't scary anymore. Uh, yeah. Now I, I've had some moments yeah. now where I'm like, okay, okay, I'm getting creeped out. Yeah, and I can definitely agree. I've had some of those moments too, but it doesn't come close to matching what it did oh. two years ago, especially like playing with our good buddy um, Jeff when <laughs> the ghost with the axe, man, that's a memory I'll never forget <laughs> of this game. It was just... When you were doing the intro, I almost just yelled, he has an axe on top of me. You know, very, very first um, impressions of the game, though, like this game is one that I think Dave and Grimm, it might have been Grimm, I don't remember who exactly it was, found it, and it was actually Game Buds at Tadpog for a while. Yeah. Yeah, and they were like, we had like split in different, there was, I think that's why there was two different Game Buds channels for a little bit, wasn't there? Well, I think that was because yeah. we had like 20 people at one point trying to play um, oh, Among Us. Among Us. <laughs> Among Us. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Among Us. That game exists. <laughs> it's still around, apparently. <laughs> yeah, I think it just got like console releases, didn't it? Yeah, it's on consoles now. Something so. something just happened with it. I feel like yeah. um, I never want to play the normal version of that game again, but I might would try hide and seek mode because I feel like there's less accusations going on. <laughs> like I feel like if we get off all the meta gaming and stuff because it's been a while, like it's fun to bring up once every like three months, you know. Like it still occasionally comes up in game months. Yeah, but back to phasmophobia talk. <laughs> no, you're good. You're good. Um, just thinking about you. Got, you got through your first impressions, right, Will? Yeah. Yeah. So like we talked a little bit about the progression items. One thing that's really cool is you can see all of them before you have them. So like there's a big display in the game where you can look at what all the new levels of things look like. But one of my absolute favorite things that they added was um, the display cases. So now whenever you do something in the game, you can add things to your display case, which gives you more incentive to do things because like back in the day like you know you were just look, taking a photo of the bone and picking up the bone for extra cash well now um mm-hmm. every time you get a bone it adds it to your display case so you can start collecting every piece of the bone and then like we said the haunted items that have been added there's things like i'm not going to go into what they are right now but there's like the voodoo doll the mirror oh, i was gonna say before we get into the items i wanted to point out that like yeah back in the day it was just me it'd be like hey i found the bone okay i'd run over take a picture just take it now it's more like hey i found the bone it's a skull. Who doesn't have a skull? Come get Me, the, I want the skull. I want the right. skull. <laughs> Come get the skull. And it's like, where is it? You know, it's, it's, it's more of incentive to like share instead of somebody just going and being like, boom, found the bone. Yeah. <laughs> found and the like, bone. Yeah. <laughs> and like they added all these haunted items, like I said, the mirror and the um, music box, the voodoo doll and stuff that if you use, you get to add to your display case as well. So like we'll get in the hunt and like I know full well I don't really want to use the voodoo doll, but... I want this for my display case. So, like, guys, um, you might want to go to the van for a second because I'm about to hit the voodoo doll. 
Yeah, you did that with uh, that was like one of our recent moments that I that I thought was really funny was when you had the music box <laughs> and you're like, oh, I'm going to use the music box. Everyone get out of the house, but me. And we did, but you did it inside with like the front door open so we could just watch <laughs> what happened. <laughs> Yeah, it's good stuff. Like, I like that kind of content upgrades. And, like, I I don't know if you guys feel this way or not, too, but I feel like the money isn't as um, rough as it was in the original patch, like in the original game. Because I feel like we've had enough money that if we died, it's not been that big of a deal. Yeah. We haven't had a lot of total party wipes either, but we've also Mm -hmm. been kind of sticking to intermediate and having one person call the bus if we think we've been going like, okay, y'all, I think it's a Spectre. It's a Spectre. Let's go. Ghosts, you um, hear me? <laughs> the, but yeah, I do agree that we haven't really been running out of two, money. Two at specific all. stories jump out in my brain real quick. The first one is when we first started playing after the update, when we were all like, "Oh, they added cursed items," and I remember finding that voodoo doll, and just you didn't say shit nope, either. You just I didn't did say it. anything. I just pushed in every single pin on that thing at one time. Just mashed the button until they were all pushed in. It was like, what's the worst that could happen? We all died within a real, what, 20 seconds? <laughs> it fucking murked yeah. Nate. They're like, what the fuck? Murked Willie. <laughs> and then they came and found me and killed me. And it was like, they were, and Nate and Willie were like, what the fuck happened? Oh, yeah, that was my bad. <laughs> <laughs> so I found this voodoo doll, right? <laughs> he was walking into this fish market, right? Fish market. Um. So also the the cursed mirror. No, I'm sorry. The cursed mirror is cool because you can like hold it up and it's like. <laughs> which fun fact? That talking that you hear when you hear the reversed soft whisper talking are people from the phasmophobia team who took lines from the movie A Bee Movie <laughs> and read them verbatim <laughs> and then reversed them. That's so stupid. <laughs> but like, how many times have we been creeped out by that? And it's a bee flirting with a woman backwards. <laughs> Do you like jazz? It's just tremendous. But like, so you hold up the mirror and it shows you, you see through the ghost's eyes. So you see where it's at. But as we realize is that using that mirror tanks your sanity. Yeah. Any, of the artif- any of the cursed artifacts tank your sanity. But specifically the mirror drained mine to zero immediately. But the other thing is the, uh, the uh, Ouija board. I think that was like one of the first ones to be implemented. I kept hunting for the Ouija board because I always wanted to talk to the Ouija board. That was my favorite Dude. thing. The fact that they coded in that you need to say goodbye to it before you leave it or else or else. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think that's a good touch. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, does it? Yeah. I was going to say, Willie, yeah. Dave, do you guys have any like art, like artifact moments that jump out to you that like you've been like, oh, what the fuck? I'm scared of them. I, so I, I like never touch them. I like, I know you guys were saying earlier that it doesn't really like scare you as much as it used to. Uh, this game still fucking scares the shit out of me. And I, and I love that. I, I, I don't want it to stop scaring me. I, you know, and, and I was a little concerned. I was like, Oh, okay, we're going to record this podcast. I should probably put some more time in. And I tried playing, uh, solo, uh, the other oh, night and, uh, which, 
which I've done before. And holy shit, it's so fucking scary, man. I couldn't do it. I could not do it. I noped out. And it's like, I was telling Willie about it on Discord, man. I just like, yeah. I got like, I got in the house and then the ghost, and it was just the easy house, just the Edgewood, just nice, easy breezy. We're going to put this on low difficulty. I got in that house and the ghost like immediately starts fucking with me. It's like throwing all kinds of shit, opening door. Like it's the most active ghost. Like <laughs> I, I know when it's like the four of us sometimes we're like, I don't know which, what room it's in or anything. But like this thing was like popping off the moment I went in and it did that thing. I swear to you, I was like 30 seconds in and my flashlight starts flickering and I get that heartbeat in my ear and I was like I'm done I'm not doing this I am done uh, that really reminds me of my experience trying to do a solo one time in VR that's what I was gonna ask is if you ever oh, did that. Yeah, yeah dude I did a solo in VR one time and I think I did like the same house that Dave's talking about I walked in and it knew dude like I don't know if there's something with the VR headset that just lets you know that you're freaking out but as soon as I walked in there the ghost is like not this time, bitch. And starts to do it all that stuff that Dave talked about. <laughs> it even did that one thing where you know how it turns the lights that dark red hue and then explodes them. Mm-hmm. Oh man! Mm-hmm. Oh it did yeah. In VR, and I was like, nope. <laughs> I did not last through the that. Worst, <laughs> the worst. The worst of that, like the um, the scary moments. I feel like is always like the kids singing. Yeah. Yeah. That like like gets real. Uh huh. Oh man, that always this game scares me, and I and I love that. Here's the, here's the thing. It's not that it oh, no. doesn't scare me. It's like I'm so used to some of the houses that we've run so much that I kind of know what's gonna happen. Mm-hmm. When we play levels that we don't touch often, i.e. the high school, oh yeah, the asylum, or oh the asylum, some of the log houses. Still yeah. freak me the fuck out, but like specifically the high school and the asylum. I think the, I'm really the rural ones actually freak me out the most. To be honest, the the really deep one that has yeah. like four floors. That one I never feel comfortable. I with. really yeah. like in this since we supplied it playing for the holiday season again that they added in the um, asylum restricted, which is kind of like a, I don't want to say procedurally generated, but it is different every time. Like it locks some areas off and keeps some areas open. It's like a smaller version of the asylum to explore, but like you don't know what areas are going to be blocked off. And it really adds another layer of fear to it. Yeah. Because it's like, you think you know your way around, but the way you know is not there anymore. So good luck. Yeah. And, like, I remember we were playing that one night with Dave, and we all go in there, and me and Dave were just walking around. We walked into the same door together and came into this room that was, like, a full-on recreation almost of one of the churches from, like, Outlast 2 in there. Yeah. (laughs) And me and Dave were just, like, awesome. Me and Dave were, like, guys, y'all probably want to come here and see this. (laughs) Yeah. That room was so uh, fucked. I loved the other night when we were playing, and... I think it was just three of us, and um, yeah, was, I just yeah. put my vote for the high school, and you both were like, <laughs> you evil motherfucker, let's do it. <laughs> so we won't. No, he said that I voted for yeah, the I changed, Yeah, I changed to the high school because I was being a dick, too. <laughs> that's right. Oh, that's right, because Willie made the – he was like, well, this proves democracy doesn't work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we went into the high school. And 
I don't know how we all got separated, but we all got separated. And we were like having a conversation. And there's a book by Ray Bradbury, um, The Illustrated Man. And one of the stories is about these spacemen that are like drifting apart in space. And eventually, like one of them just stops talking. And then eventually another one just stops talking. And then the book just ends mid-sentence. And like that is such a brilliant story. And that is exactly how that fucking game of Phasmophobia played out. Because we were like talking. Power kept going out. Willie's like, okay, I'm going to go get the power. Okay, I'm going to go get the power. So eventually, I'm just roaming around, and I'm talking into the walkie-talkie, and you guys aren't responding. So I'm like, uh, man, it's glitching again. They can't hear me, or I can't hear them, or whatever. So I'm just wandering. Shitty flashlight ended up cranking the in-game brightness so I could actually see. Because other, it, 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 By the way, the, the in-game default brightness is the lowest it can go. For yeah, for some reason it resets the brightness after the prestige to like zero point one. So um, maybe go fix that if you've been playing yeah, this before. Yeah, then. Yeah. So I turned it up to where I could see because it's like zero point one out of five. And I'm wandering around, and I finally find the entrance, and I look down, and I see a corpse, and I walk around not that much further, and I see another corpse, and I'm like, oh, <laughs> that's why. I'm out of here, and I went and got in the van, and I'm like looking at it, I'm like, I think it's this. <laughs> Which, speaking of, gentlemen, I have a list of the ghosts pulled up. <clears throat> I'm going to run through the names of all of them. We can talk about each of them. You know, we could touch on them in a conversation-wise. But there are a few that are new that I'm going to point out because I don't think we've seen all of them yet. So there is the Banshee, the Demon, the Diogen. That's a new one. I don't think I I've don't seen think we've Diogen gotten Diogen. I don't even know if that's from. I'm going to go ahead and look um, that up. Goryo, Hantu. Jin, Mare, Moroi, a Myling, Obake, an Oni, an Onryu, a Phantom, a Poltergeist, a Raiju, a Revenant, a Shade, a Spirit, a Thay, T H A Y E, Thay, I think. Uh, that's another new one. Uh, the Mim. We also haven't got the that Mimic, one yet. The Twins, Wraith, Yokai, and Yurei. So, uh, De, uh, the one we pronounce as Diogen is Deogen. It is a Belgian ghost that haunts the Sonian forest that, uh, the name is Dutch for the eyes. So, mm, Deogen. That makes okay. sense. It's, and then, uh, oh, go ahead. Uh, and then the other one is, uh, the Taie, also spelled oh, yeah. Tase, are, uh, Burmese mythology. So, this is in Myanmar. That is, uh, deceased evil people condemned to be disembodied okay. spirits. That's intense. Um, so Diogen or Diogen, Diogen, okay, Diogen. That, yeah, that Diogen, uh, it should be two words, Diogen. It's strengths. The eyes. It's strengths are, it always knows where the player is during a hunt and moves very fast when going to their location. Oh, that yeah. sounds awful. We, mm-hmm. we, we got a little bit lucky on escaping some hunts in the last couple sessions, I feel yeah, like. Yeah, we should talk about that. But like the, but it's weakness is that it moves very slowly when it's near its victim. Mm. Um, and the Thay, or Taye, which is way cooler than just Thay, um, <laughs> entering the location of it makes it active, defensive, and agile is its strength. Mm. And its weakness is becomes slower and less active over time. So basically it manifests and then weakens. But when it first manifests, it's like spooky yeah. as hell. Um, gotcha. Fun fact, the spirit has no strength. Hmm. It just has a weakness, which is incense is more effective on it, preventing a hunt for longer. Okay. 
bust a ghost. Bustin makes me feel good. I I know, like personally, and I'm I'm curious to hear y'all's opinion on it too. Um, I think that we have gotten our asses handed to us most by like revenants. Uh, where is it? I feel like Raiju has been a sleeper too. Raiju and and demons. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, meanwhile, I was like, I think we've wrapped up every Yurei we've ever fought. That's possible. I don't know. That's a lot. We've done a lot of matches. What about you, Dave? <laughs> Do you have any ones that, like, jump out to you as ones that are just absolutely, they always kick our dick in the turn? Yeah, I do, and I don't think we've ever come across it, and that's the fucking Mimic, uh, because they added the Mimic, and all mm-hmm. of a sudden, it's this element of, uh, well, I don't know, it could be a Mimic, and then... Um, oh. I have definitely been killed trying to confirm something is not right. so many times. Right, which that should count as a kill for the Mimic <laughs> as opposed yeah, to agreed, the actual ghost it is. In, in that case, the Mimic has the biggest body count of anyone I've ever fought because there's been somebody right. that's like, you think you saw orbs, but I'm going back in with the Vos box. <laughs> right, exactly. So it's like the fact that they added the Mimic is like, awesome but also like come the fuck on man like <laughs> this we don't need this we we're scared we don't need to be doubting ourselves <laughs> on top of that this is a jrpg the biggest bastard don't need a mimic. <laughs> it's perfect um, it's perfect but dude i remember one game i don't remember who we were playing with i guess i suppose it doesn't really matter we got a mimic and i only remember that because we got a uv and on the uv the handprint had five uh, six fingers Six fingers, oh, that's right. Oh, shit. And we were like, yo, that looks weird. <laughs> so it was immediately, or it, might, it was either six fingers or four fingers. One of the two. It's it's not just the five fingerprints or the five handprint. So it's like mm-hmm. something was off. And I think that's one of the tells for the mimic. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, that was before the, the, uh, before the reboot on the prestige system, but definitely one of the ones we played before. Strength the, and, that's cool. Like Strength and weakness that. for the mimic. Strength can mimic the abilities and traits of other ghosts. Shocker, right? Uh, but its weakness is it will present faced, fake ghost orbs as secondary evidence. So I don't see how that's a weakness. No, I don't either. Well, that just makes us think right. it's something else. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, here's a strength and here's a weakness for you, motherfucker. <laughs> just horrible creature. Have you seen mud crab horrible creature? <laughs> Some of these are really interesting, like the yokai. Talking near the yokai will anger it, increasing its chance to attack. We we ran into that because I tried to voice box it and it just ganked <laughs> my ass. Yeah. Um, there's a few of these, though, that like they've been in the game forever, but we don't ever really see them all that much. Like We don't really get the twins all that often anymore. Yeah. No, that's um, true. And that was like one of the, the later yeah. editions, too, because the twins... Yeah, because I remember when they released the twins, like we started playing and like almost every other ghost hunt was the twins because they were trying to yeah, like right? push it so that people could see it when it first came out. So like the amount of twins cases was like buffed in the game. Whereas I, but still, we haven't seen Daogan or Taya. Yeah, but that just might be because we didn't play when they were brand new. I bet when they first came out, it was there a lot. That's possible, yeah. Yeah, more than likely. I know like... When the four of us played recently, uh, I mean, I don't remember how many rounds we did, but I remember we did like a decent amount, and I don't think we really got like a fa- like I don't, think, I don't think we had a phantom. I don't think we got Obake. You know, there's a bunch of them that like I don't think I've even seen since we started playing again. Yeah, yeah I couldn't think that is true. Do you have some favorite things that the ghosts do, like to to fuck with you? Um, I know Nate, you mentioned the the red lights and the light bulbs exploding. Yeah. I love that shit. Um, 
Dalton, you brought up the uh, the chance, the one that sounds like the one two Freddy's coming for you, and also the ring around oh, the rosy one. Those are very good. Yeah, and I, and Dave, you had mentioned the kids singing being creepy, I believe, and it's just like yeah, that ring around the rosy. It's like fuck all the man way one. One thing I wish it actually did was because like the ghosts can hear you, right? So the game has access to your microphone. One thing I wish that it would do is like capture audio mm-hmm. that someone has said on your team and then repeat it. Like that would be if the mimic could uh-huh. do that, that would be so- like that one doctor who, Hey, who turned out the lights. Yeah. I mean, that would be, that would be, I'm surprised that that hasn't happened yet. And I'm almost kind of curious if it's like, they've probably had that idea, but they're like, that's kind of might be like a privacy kind of thing that, you know, they don't want to mess with. GPDR on them. Yeah. Send them an email and be like, Hey, so I had this idea for a fire demon. (laughs) Just kidding. I remember (laughs) during one of the Christmas updates that I played and like, Instead of like the normal sounds that go to make, you would start hearing like jingle bells and things like that. Like I always <laughs> yeah. love the seasonal stuff they do. And like I'm really surprised mm-hmm. that I haven't seen any seasonal things in um Phasmophobia this time. But but again, it might be because of what Dave brought up with that their studio caught on fire. True. Um why is it not in my games list? What in the world? Oh there it is. I was just looking in the wrong spot. Yeah, because there's no it says up to date. So there's no update for late October. Yeah, surprising. Not even pumpkins. Yeah. Yeah. They've got like, I know that that fire really messed them up because like, and they recently made an announcement, like a developer update saying that like, they're fully like remote now. And I, that has been like a big adjustment for them. And um, I mean, I, I, I wish that. I wish that hadn't happened. That that really sucks because I, I I enjoyed their product, their game so much that it that it just stinks that like something that bad would happen to it. Yeah, because I mean, like they've been so consistent too. So like you know that this mm-hmm. is not just some bullshit they're feeding us because like they've been super consistent about pushing out updates. Like I remember just like it felt like for a while there was like every other week there was a new update to this game. So I'm reading. It looks like they're supposed to be. Oh, go ahead. You're probably going to say the same thing. I'm I'm looking at this developer update while you guys are talking. And it says that the Halloween event launches on the 20 around the 26th of October. Mm -hmm. Oh, Oh, okay. Yeah, we should play. We should play tomorrow. Yeah, I'm down. (laughs) Uh, Can I request that we play slightly early? Because I have to be up stupid fucking early on Friday. I'm down. But I'm oh, down. We'll, well, we'll figure it out. Uh, Either way, y'all three, y'all three play a fan <laughs> thing and just let me know how it is. Yeah. Um, I I have a I have a music I have, I have to go to a, a music rehearsal tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Um, great podcast talk. I know. Uh, <laughs> hey man, I love music, so I'm not going to fault you for going to a music rehearsal of any kind. <laughs> but um, I think uh, one of the. Well, well, for one, I think I think we just lost Willie. But, but I think two, he's been gone for about ten minutes. Yeah. Um, they added. Uh, it looks like they updated the Maple Lodge campsite. Um, oh, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what I was wondering. We were just talking about that out level. It was awesome. And it says, uh, Maple Lodge campsite was the first new location added when the team was first expanded. Um, it was made reasonably quick and therefore had some issues regarding performance due to the long sight lines. Uh, forcing players to render many objects at once. And if you remember, 
Willie specifically mm, had yep. so many fucking issues with Maple Lodge when it first came out. Yeah, on the laptop especially. Yeah, it took me three weeks to log in, and I would get disconnected. Yeah. Half Correct me if I'm wrong. That mm-hmm. was one of the leading factors for me to send you that graphics card. Wasn't it like that and Dragon Dragon Quest Eleven? Yeah. So you didn't have to play that in like yeah, yeah. butt resolution. Because <laughs> I was playing Dragon Quest Eleven in like 800p plus like upscale 50 percent or something wow. like that. And that window, was a long right? time ago too. Yeah. Oh yeah, I can't even imagine that <laughs> life anymore. And to me, it was like brilliant because that was after I was fresh off the laptop. So to me, I was like, "Yeah, I'm getting Rocket League in like 20 frames per second." Dude, I can relate to that because for the longest time, I played World of Warcraft on my laptop. Yeah, 18 frames yep. a second. Mm-hmm. Buddy, I knew so many people played World of Warcraft on shit frames per second because they just didn't they didn't know any better that was that was what pc and game looked like i'll never forget how sitting for dustin and his girlfriend and she had a top of the line computer and she installed wow for me and i loaded it up and i said oh my god <laughs> this game plays like butter <laughs> the characters look so good they look cell shaded <laughs> what mm-hmm. the fuck and that's when i realized oh okay okay i need to get an actual computer my computer's a butthole and no. uh yeah, that because that, that laptop was to the point that like if the charger fell out, it was gonna die in t- fucking two minutes. <laughs> if it was running World of Warcraft, that charger yep. fell out. You had thirty seconds to get that motherfucker back in. Keep talking and yeah. nobody explodes ass. <laughs> but anyways, uh, yeah. So it had given Willie a lot of trouble. It says uh, with this in mind, CJ and our new artist Zek, cool name, uh, have worked together to create a brand new layout. It features a new reception building. More hiding mm-hmm. spots, new decorative assets, and better performance across the board. Wow. So it completely nice. got overhauled, and we haven't tried it yet because we were so enamored with the fact they added a small campsite that we had to try yeah. out a few times. We only played small campsite. That's right. I, I, we haven't seen the new big one yet. I hope the Jason Easter egg is still there. We did there. see the new tech. Well, we did see the new textures on the, the high school, though, and that looked This hasn't come sick. out yet. This is a developer preview. Uh, excuse me I, oh, I thought that too but then okay. I scrolled up and saw it's development preview so this is an update that's coming nice um, and then it also goes into the Halloween where it says this year for Halloween we'll be encouraging our ghost hunters to create a potion in their very own cauldron found in the reworked <laughs> Maple Lodge campsite location nice okay completing the event will reward players with a new ID card badge and a new trophy for their collection so there's something we have to do this season boys <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yep. this weekend. <laughs> so players will need to hunt down the recipe cards found in several other locations, then head back to the campsite and create their ghostly concoction. Wow, that's pretty cool. Ooh, cool. A witch is blue. <laughs> Additionally, ooh, ooh, a witch is blue. <laughs> both. <laughs> I was doing a Homestar Runner thing, Nathan. <laughs> Fuck you. Ooh, ooh witchy poo. No, I'm not doing a woo again this... No, I went way too far last episode. Yeah, you gave Mikulov a woody. Uh-uh. <laughs> Wait, I gave... Uh, but it says, uh, yeah, uh, additionally, both the campsite and the lobby have been decorated with newly created spooky decorations for the seasonal period. Yay, new lobby. We were yeah. worried about that. The mm-hmm. Halloween event will launch on or around the 26th of October, shortly after we return from TwitchCon Las Vegas, to ensure that we are all are available to quickly hotfix any bugs that might arise during the first few days of play. Nice. Hell yeah. 
I'm excited for that. We we all were acutely wondering why there wasn't Halloween decorations in the lobby. Yeah. Oh, I gotta say, one thing that I miss the most about the old lobby yep. um, was whenever you would peek a look in that little door, the ghost girl there would go, hey, hey, hey. And like, my favorite thing to do in the lobby now is just to walk through Dalton and do that. It scares him like every time. <laughs> he does, because he, you do it really well. God damn. Yeah. He, yeah. He's so insanely there's no, good. There's no uh, clipping between characters. You can walk through each other. So he will literally, and it works right. like the audio in there is really good. So he'll walk through one mm-hmm. side of me and just be like, hey, and it goes through my head because the way the headphones work. And I'm like, fuck. <laughs> Swear to God, they, someone needs to do this and just like set up like, if you're doing a binaural ASMR thing and you want to do like a 1v1 session <laughs> with someone, <laughs> you could probably do it in Pennsylvania. <laughs> <laughs> you're not wrong or even um here's your <laughs> even uh egyptian phasmophobia that i can't we can none of us can ever remember the name of oh forewarned yes. what dave got it too yeah, yeah. we need to play that sometime too oh yeah i forgot we got dave to get it and we still haven't played with it <laughs> <But> we, <laughs> we oh i feel bad about that that's all good we'll get to it you could do asmr but then you could like go in the tomb and do it and it would just be like echoey asmr and it would be really cool oh yeah that game is really good voice post-processing uh, processing yeah. effects it's it's cool. nuts the audio in that game is i i think like gameplay wise yeah. it's all right but like audio wise it's a level above phasmophobia at least um for spatial i get audio I do think the one interesting thing about it compared to Phasmophobia 2 is the fact that there's like physical platforming yeah, traps yeah. almost. Oh, wow. Like, there are actual traps to get past. Okay, cool. Um, but the. Uh, I, I obviously I think Phasmophobia is like the nuts in the genre, but like it, you can. This play, this game definitely has a place. Like it is it is the Unreal Tournament. I like it more than I like Devour, okay. I think. Uh, yeah, I, I agree. Just because Devour eventually gets to being this weird, you res and then go and then res yeah. and then go and then res and then go. Especially in three, uh, Devour is hectic more than it is scary. Yeah, yeah. Um, the man, I wish I could remember it. Uh, a friend of mine, um, Miss Lumi, I believe, is what her Twitch is. If you want to go check her out, um, she's been playing this game that she said is like Phasmophobia, but your exorcist. So you go in and you have to figure out what the ghost is and all that, but then you also have to exercise it. That's cool. Oh wow! How how does the Vatican (laughs) feel about that? Uh, Not sanctioned by the Vatican. Do they approve? This has not been approved by the Vatican. (laughs) Um, But I have the body of a pig. (laughs) I am. I have the body of a pig. Like yeah, that's so fucking creepy. Um, it's good spooks. Good spooks. The, the thing about the thing about phasmo is like at its core yeah it's a horror game but like it's a good game to play with friends because it's like you guys are gonna work yeah. together builds team skills and then it's it's also like it's gonna make you laugh because you're going to laugh at your friends when they freak the fuck out it's <laughs> it's gonna mm-hmm. happen I think all of us were about in tears at Jeff when he died from that fucking axe wound <laughs> And uh, that's another thing that they they added. Um, I think since we did the last episode is when you die, 
you know, the fingers come across like it always has. But then you get poured into that little room before you go on to actually being a ghost. And inside that room, you can see the ghost that killed you. Yeah. That happens sometimes in older versions, but I feel like it's happened yeah. a lot more in the newer one. Very creepy. Because I remember the first time that happened to me, like, and I think it was an older version of the game. I remember like, holy shit, this is badass. Uh-huh. <laughs> Where it's got like yeah. the swinging light kind yeah. of deal. Yeah. And then, yeah, and there's just the writhing yeah. body. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sitting there freaking out, holding the meat cleaver or something. And you're just like, Jesus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, thank you. Now, I'm, now when I go into those rooms, I look at them, I'm like, really? Go fuck yourself, you dead piece of shit. <laughs> You yeah, you can't me hurt me more. anymore. I'm going to talk shit now. You can't do nothing. I'm going to watch you kill my friends and laugh. And I feel like it's when we were playing with Jeff. <laughs> we were kind of dicks because like, when after we got killed, we would antagonize the ghost and try to get it to kill the other people playing with us. <laughs> one of <laughs> us. One of us. One of us. <laughs> oh, Dave, I can think of like at least like 50 times of me and you doing that to people when they die. Whoa. Oh, yeah. I love it. It's my favorite thing about dying in that game is that I was like, okay, well, it sucks that I died, but I do get to say one of us if someone else dies. So please, someone else die. <laughs> and it's, it's more fun than having to complete your tasks. <laughs> yes. You, you die and you can suddenly sprint as much as you want, which is nice. Right. Um, uh-huh. so, couple, Doors are a suggestion. Now, I'm curious, what are things that you guys would like to see added to the game? Because personally, I would like... For when you are dead, if your buddy has the spirit box, that you should be able to communicate through that, even if it's broken. Yeah. Broken, shattered. Yeah. That'd be awesome. That would be cool. I've always wanted there to be more interactivity after you're dead with the living, because I just feel like there's things that you should be able to do. Not necessarily knowing what. I leave that to the minds of the creators of the game. But, like, it would just be so cool if you could do more than just, like, grab a coffee cup and throw it up and down. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Although I do enjoy grabbing coffee cups and like beer cans and stuff. I like to have drinks in general. Like I'll grab tea kettles. If something is a drink, I will grab it and throw I, it. I do people. love that we like developed a little language with just throwing things when we're dead. It's like throw it at the computer if you think it's this. Like what are you trying to tell us? Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. I remember one time I was dead and I was it's like, it's had like a ball I think, and I kept trying to throw it at the notebook on the wall trying to tell you guys get ghostwriting get ghostwriting because both the notebooks were still on the wall and you hadn't put them out yet i do remember that i remember that because i do believe that i went in and put it in and then came back and looked at the camera and the motherfucker was writing and you could see it on the camera and it was like ghostwriting son of a bitch (laughs) beautiful um i also think like more character models would be cool yeah 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 I do like that we have a pretty diverse group of character models, but I would like to see a little bit more in each style instead of just like, you know, two white dudes, two white girls, one person <laughs> to color of each or whatever it is right yeah. now. I do like that we've oh, all kind of fallen into our character. I want to be a great game. <laughs> Dude, how haven't they made character models look like Scooby-Doo yet? Like, come on. Right. Like, surely Hanna-Barbera. I mean, then again, I mean... That did ha- that definitely happened in a game when we played one time where I'm like, okay, boys, I'm getting spooked. I think it's old man Jenkins. There was never a ghost here. Let's go back to the mystery machine. Now, that was that was the high school. I remember saying that, and then I got killed like 15 <laughs> seconds later. And I just went to the bathroom when I came back. I saw Nate was dead too, and I'm like, oh, cool, dog's gonna die. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> he found us, so he, he did escape. So yeah, good for you, that's because I've watched Cube Two Hypercube. Oh shit! I got I got someone that actually wants to play with us <laughs> whenever we nice. get done recording. But the uh, nice the oh fuck, what was I about to say? Um, the uh, what were we talking about right before the high school? Fuck. Yeah. Mod character models. There is a mod that you can get for the game that turns the van into it look it makes it look like the mystery machine. Well, I know that you had your like one of your mod things open while you were playing the game and it yelled at you. Oh, that's right. That's right. I had Wii Wii mod open cuz that yeah, was the way that I had originally mod. became Cash Daddy Money Banks. Right? <laughs> um because it was like I'm going to be honest. There were times when oh, I won't point a finger because it was all of us <laughs> at one point or another would get annoyed when we would die and lose all, all of our shit. Yeah. Right. So I was like, let me nip that in the bud. And I gave myself a plethora of money and was like, I'm just going to fund everything. Now we can go out there and have fun and correct me if I'm wrong. We enjoyed the game a hell of a lot more after that when we didn't have to worry about. We did. I agree with that statement. It was nice, and I feel like the the new rebalance when they did the soft re- or the hard reset. I haven't worried about money since then, so I do feel like you were onto something that the money was imbalanced mm-hmm. and we had a better time not being like because like Nate Nate was a financier a lot of the time, and then it like became this thing of like Nate, should we preserve you or let you play the game? And neither way you're going <laughs> to be happy because either way you're going to think yeah. about the other thing, you know? Yeah. So I had I didn't even have it like loading up for Phasmo. Wii mod was just open. I had been using it in WWE because as stupid as this sounds, sometimes in my universe mode, I just want to squash match. So I have Wii mod running in the background. I hit a button that gives me unlimited finishers and I just go in and hit my finisher two or three times, pin one, two, three, boom, squash match done. Turn it off. <laughs> go back to playing normal. Yeah. I role play like that when I'm playing WWE. But anyway. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I straight up tried to open Phasmo and it said, hey, we detected Wii mod. You can't play this game if you have that open. Close it. And then the game just shuts off. And I'm like, oh. Well, I'm glad it did that instead of just vac banning you. Or yeah. yeah, really. Yeah I'm, yeah, I'm glad they warned you where they're like, hey, just turn it off. Which, I, I, you know, I would say I wonder if I could turn my internet off and then open up Phasmophobia and see if it would detect it like that. But Wiimod doesn't work unless you have an internet connection, so... No more Mr. Moneybags. But like you said, it has definitely been rebalanced because I feel like um, certain items don't cost as much and things like that. So. Have any of you guys ever tried um, joining a lobby that wasn't with friends? I accidentally joined a public match uh, during when I was trying to join you boys. And the people there were really, really sweet. And they were like, hey, how you doing, man? And I'm like, oh. Oh, shit, I was trying to join a private match. I hope you guys have the best. Oh, cheers, mate. Have a good evening. Because I think they were Irish. I think I actually grew, actually grouped in with some Irish people. <laughs> I think it would be interesting. I just wonder, because I, I, you know so many people are metagaming, and it wouldn't be the same as the experience we have together. Like, I just... That's my biggest the fear, worry. yeah. The worry I have is just because of the level, equipment level thing. It's like, if I show up with all of the tier one equipment, but nothing else, I'm not necessarily going to be able to help someone that's level one, but I'm going to be a hindrance to someone who's got like level three equipment everywhere. Yeah. I remember when we were first playing, uh, someone came into our game and uh, they were like really good at it and like really approached it from the angle of like, this is a video game. 
and uh, they were really cool, really nice. But I remember after that, I was like thinking to myself, I don't no. think I want to play this game like that. I don't want to play this game. Right. Like I want to play to win, but I don't want to like figure the game out. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I, I want some, I want a layer, I want layers of abstraction between me and, a, and the game. Yeah, for sure. And for what it's worth, I think the game is more spooky since the hard reset. Like, I have not felt that confident. Like, we felt like, I have not felt that SWAT team shit. We haven't gone to advanced difficulty on any levels yet. We literally right. were you playing want to know my opinion on that, dude? I think it's because they upgraded their lighting. Lighting is huge yeah. in that game, and it is better now, for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, for the sure. day that Phasmophobia introduces ray tracing, oh boy, mm-hmm. if they ever do, that would be... Uh, terrifying what they could do with reflections and things like that oh yeah oh god yeah i'm just trying to imagine what the reflection of the dark mirror would be like <laughs> right meanwhile it's whispering backwards bullshit <laughs> at you um but the um i don't think there's ratings there for this game i think we, we have rated rated this, it, we, we have rated this game. Okay. every single one of us me dalton and willie all rated this a seven and a half two years ago and jeff gave it an eight and a half okay. did you pull up that list or did you look that up yourself I pulled up the list. Hell yeah. I'm glad that exists. You know what? I'm going to steal Jeff's answer because two and a half, two years later, I'm still enjoying this game and I'm going to go ahead and bump it to an eight and a half because I've gotten dozens and dozens of hours of entertainment on this game. It's a great one to play with friends. Mm -hmm. I love it as a social enterprise. I love it as a video game. It's awesome. I'm sorry. I did did not. I I jumped to ratings. I don't know if we had more to talk about. My bad. I I just had one story and it had nothing to do with phasmophobia. It was like one of those games like Devour, but it wasn't Devour. It was like one of the other ones. I was playing with Steph and Cody one day. Three of us were playing. There were four people playing this game total. Like on Steam. (laughs) The fourth person joins our game and Steph goes, I don't know who you are. Bye. And kicks them. And I was like, Steph. No, Steph, we were the only game he could have joined. She's like, yeah, well, I don't like strangers. <laughs> I'm like, all right, that's fair. But like, how does that make that person? <laughs> like, that's that, just make, that makes that game look bad, too, because they're not going to blame her. They're going to blame the game. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's like this game's toxic and, dead and uh, it has bad. And it's like. Yeah, and de- toxic and dead. And you know what? That's because in their experience, the game was toxic and dead. <laughs> and it's it's funny because like, I know she didn't mean it mean. That's she she is just like know, a, a, a right. character, and I love her to death. Uh, yeah, I'm not, I'm oh, not no, trying no, no, to no. lecture her either. I'm just saying like, oh, bad damn. I don't know. It made me laugh. But yeah, uh, you want to, we can go into ratings if you want. Unless you got you boys got anything else you want to bring up? I think that covers it for me. I think like like I said, it's still a good time, man. I only have one other thing to say, and that is you guys have got to teach me how to buy and add <laughs> items because the new system yep. is like, I love, I love a lot of the new things, but oh my God, I hate the, like the tablet where you like the order the loadouts and shit. It's like, nope, uh, too much. That's the problem. That's the problem. Get out of loadout mode. I accidentally turned on loadout mode. Yeah. If you leave loadout mode, you can buy and add items separate. Ah. It's when you're in loadout mode that it gets weird. Okay. So when you see the main screen, there's like loadout and then there's the one to the left of it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You click one. that and okay. that's, the, that's the store. Okay. And that's where you buy stuff from. And then you yeah. go to loadout and I just click auto add and it just throws what I have in yeah. there. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, yeah, we didn't even touch on that. Yeah, they changed that completely. Like that screen. And they to be fair, it, 
Yeah, which but I do love that it gives you the preview yeah. of the. But to be fair, that screen was too. bad in the first iteration of the game too. Yeah, it was. Yes. Yeah, it was bad, but it was something straightforward. Like you knew what we, you were adding. We talked about Door Girl. She's gone. Rafter Man mm-hmm. is also gone. Yep. Oh, but damn. Rip. last time we played, I did discover if you walk over to the door and you look into the door and I think I can only see her because I have my brightness turned up. But I think it's if you're shining the uh, the purple flashlight in there, the UV light over to if you look in the door window and then turn to the right and look over there. There's just some chick standing there just shaking violently and huh. super creepy. That's just Stacy. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I heard her mom's got it going on. <laughs> and, dude, Dave, when you were like, I need you guys to teach me how to, I almost went, Dougie? <laughs> Why? Because all the bitches love me. Oh, man. But, okay, then rating. Um, I, I went and jumped the gun on mine, so I'll just go ahead and mail mine in. Eight and a half. Jeff was right. This game did hold the test of time. That's what I was worried about. And nope, it sure is still super fun to play it. I'll probably be playing it two years from now. And they fixed a lot of the jank I was worried about. And they made it a more fun uh, progression experience. Like, they've done a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's almost like Ghost Hunter RPG now. <laughs> um, I really like the progression element to it. Um, I really, really enjoy the new graphics set. Or whatever they did to upgrade. Mm-hmm. Um, it looks phenomenal. The lighting is phenomenal. Um, this game's always had good sound. Um, and the fact that they're still updating it, they haven't abandoned this game, even though like it's not nearly as popular as it once was on like Twitch and YouTube and things like that. But like they're still holding strong, and it's still got a strong player base. That says something. Yeah. Um. So, <clears throat> I think I'm going to I'm going to agree. I'm going to give it an eight and a half as well. Fair. And retrospectively looking back, it's hard not to immediately bump this game up a full point from what we did two years ago just because of the developer's constant progression in the game, constantly making this game better, making minor and major improvements over the last two years. I really respect when they do that. And I know this game is, I think, still technically in early access, like two years later. Like, y'all crazy. Um, Another testament to this game is... This game is now my second most played game on Steam. Like it's pa- wow. What's it past one? Dragon Quest Eleven? Number one is Brawlhalla now. <laughs> oh, yeah. So Holy this is my second most played game on Steam with 115 hours. So it, it is. It is my third most played game at 93.4. Yeah. So I think this game is standing the test of time, at least for a few more years. Like I will be playing this next October and the October after that, almost guaranteed. I will go ahead and agree entirely and give this game an 8.5 Urays out of 10 Demons. <laughs> Dave, what do you think, man? Uh, I love this game. I think it's fantastic. I also think it's really important to mention that this game is $14. Yeah. Um this game is yeah that's huge it's a value i mean considering how many like hours you know you guys are talking about how much how much time you have with the game and it's like i'm the baby in the group and have like 86 hours played and it's like i definitely feel like i got my 14 dollars worth that's not to say that you know a value of a game is based solely on how much time you can spend in it but i consider it I consider the time that I spent with it quality time. Like, I mean, it's 
even though I know like we were talking about the progression kind of feeling like an RPG and it is that's kind of grindy it doesn't feel like it to me you know I mean it it yeah. it feels it, it feels fresh and um it feels it, like you survive and you got yeah. to for it right yeah exactly uh it's it's not boring you know it's not a we're yeah. going through the motions on this um, you didn't hold the A button down to kill three and <laughs> one yellow. <laughs> right, exactly. Uh, maybe when we get palette-swapped palette Urays, uh, maybe I'll hang it up. But uh, until then, man, I think this game is great. I mean, I, I totally agree with an 8.5. I mean, I, I would give it higher, but I also know that this game isn't for everybody. Like, I know there are people who have played it and they're just like yeah i just don't like games like this and it's like they don't like scary games and if you don't like scary games then i mean that's phasma's bread and butter i just take my steam hours that this is my fifth most played game not counting idle games after uh brahalla rocket league team fortress 2 and kerbal space program but ahead of yakuza 0 and dragon quest 11 i would like to make a slight correction I had that little button hit on Steam where it was only showing me games that I had installed. <laughs> Phasmophobia is the third most played game that I have installed. Um, it is like 7, 14, 15, 16, 17. It's 18th, actually, in uh, playtime. Uh, right behind Yakuza 0. And then after that, it's just a bunch of RPGs and wrestling games and idle games. Yeah. <laughs> you know me. Yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> <laughs> well, do we want to talk about you want to do fan questions then talk about next episode? Yep. All right. All right, let's move into the mailbag. Our first question comes in from our Lord and Savior from two years ago, one Jeffy Lube, Mr. Syllables himself. He wants to know Was there an axe? <laughs> I saw something that I thought had a baseball bat at one point. I definitely saw an axe in one of the cabins that I picked up for a second and put back down. <laughs> that is yeah. true. Yeah. I'm not sure if any of the ghosts that we ran into had an axe, but yeah, there were definitely axes in the levels. Yeah. But good callback, Jeff. Appreciate it. Next question comes in from Kana. Today, I learned there is an anime con in Mesa called UwuCon. What con would you attend if you could? Oh, man. I've never been to a con. So, I mean, I think it would be cool to go to one, like, in y'all's neck of the woods so I could, like, meet up with you guys. What is it, Dragon Con? You should go to Louisville Arcade <laughs> Expo. Or that. Yeah, I went to a con once yep. with Paul Korn. I think it was... It was... what I Maybe it was... I don't know what it was called, honestly. It's the one here in Middle Tennessee. Went with him one year to that. Cons aren't generally my thing, but I would like to go to Louisville Arcade Expo next time they do that with the Tadpog group, because the one year I went, had a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, I think uh, if... I, I know you're going for ones based on names, Kana, and I just wanted to say I do appreciate that the one in Ohio is called Ohio Con, but like Ohio, <laughs> like Japanese for good morning. That's very I do cute. like that one a lot, too. But yeah, I think it would be uh, Gen Con in Indianapolis. That's like one of the main board game and mm-hmm. uh, traditional game ones that nice. I think I could learn a lot. Yep, same. I haven't been to a Gen Con yet. I'm in a group. Um, we've been playing like some indie RPGs, tabletop RPGs for like years together now. And I, I met a couple of them at a Dragon Con. I used to go to Dragon Con a lot. 
Um, but they were talking about meeting up at Gen Con, and I I hope I can make that work because I've I've wanted to go to Gen Con for a while. So I'm I'm with you on that, Willie. It just feels like a big major. I, mm-hmm. I don't think it's a con, but I always hear Metal Jesus talk about it. So it's like something that I would love to go to is a Portland Retro Gaming Expo. Mm. Yeah, same. Always man. looks awesome. I've heard about that one a lot. Yeah, yeah. It's not, and it's Metal Jesus talks about it, and like uh, John Riggs talks about it. There are a bunch of people, uh, there are a bunch of people in the retro gaming community that like always bring that up. Yeah, uh, it sounds like a good I time. Go, I just want to go. Too, too far away. Oh yeah, super other side of the country. <laughs> yeah, the other corner so, of the country yeah. from me diagonally. Right. Um, yeah. That's why, like, I think that uh, Louisville Expo works so well for the Tadpog prom. It's just like most people in the Tadpog community can at least get somewhere near there. Right. I just want to smoke a joint with Radical Reggie because, like, of all the times I've watched pickup videos of him and Metal Jesus talking about the new games they've got and everything, at least half of them, his eyes are redder than the devil's dick, and he's just like <laughs> grinning, like, yeah. So, and there was like a, there was an episode they did where he was wearing a shirt that had Mario and Luigi on it, but their eyes were just redder than the devil's. <laughs> <laughs> so like, All right, I know what's up with this dude. I I know that grin, that shit eating grin that you have. You are feeling good right now. <laughs> nice, but yeah, I think that'd be fun. Nice, but of course, like if I want to go to one of those types of places, I want some money. Yeah, because. Yeah. I'm gonna go in looking for big box PC stuff, and that's not oh, gonna yeah, nice. that's not gonna be pretty. <laughs> yeah, I do definitely like to spend money when I go to things. Like I remember I went to the Louisville Arcade Expo a few years ago, and I bought a couple of like cutting boards that had like Donkey Kong and Donkey Kong Junior on them. Oh yeah, that's right. And then you went online and priced Donkey Kong Junior Math. Like, I wish oh, I no. bought that game. I wish I bought that game when I priced it back then because it's gone way up since then. <laughs> Uh, no it's like 180 i think still way more that's worth for a game that's it's entirely (laughs) (laughs) all right our next one is also from kana who asks what's your favorite halloween candy reese's cups next I mean, it's hard to argue that. I was going to say the Reese's Pumpkins because, like, I like the ratio of peanut butter to chocolate more in those. Like, the holiday Reese's have a better peanut butter to chocolate ratio, in my opinion. Like, the Christmas trees, the Easter eggs, and the pumpkins. That's so true. Yeah, Christmas trees are the shit. I'm going to go with the pumpkin Reese's. (laughs) I I, I went A tier and you went S tier. It's all good. Man, it's hard to argue that. But I... I love Butterfinger. It's like the little snack-sized Butterfingers. I can just pop one of those in my mouth and enjoy it and then not feel bad about eating an entire king-sized Butterfinger because I will. A Butterfinger. An entire. I feel like a Butterfinger is one of the hardest candy bars to eat because like... Yeah, I was going to say, I feel that way about uh, uh, fun-sized Snickers. Give me a B-plus fun-sized Snickers and I'm happy. I'll eat one of those. The thing about about Butterfingers, man, is that like... I don't know what you call... Well, I don't know what you call the shit in the middle because it's not peanut butter. It's something. I think it's peanut butter toffee. Well, that gets stuck in your teeth and does not leave for like six hours. Bro, yeah. And then you can just lick it every now and then. And get a <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's like saving some for later. This man eats corn for the future. <laughs> <laughs> That reminded me of a joke. I'm not going to tell the joke, but I'm going to tell the punchline. <laughs> Man, this buttered corn's great. <laughs> okay. 
<laughs> Country Girls Make Google Do. Google that, kids. I'm not going to. I'm not going <laughs> Jinx. to. Jinx. <laughs> Dave, what's your favorite Halloween candy, bud? Man, uh, I feel like this is going to be like a, a a bad pick in a lot of people's eyes, but I like a crackle. And the reason I like a crackle is because I never buy a crackle. And it's like... It's yeah. just a, it's, oh. it's just a small, like those little small, those mini mm-hmm. bars. And it's like, oh, crackle. Yeah. Oh yeah. This is pretty good, but I would never buy it. Yeah. yeah you would never think I want some Rice Krispies in my chocolate bar. Like that, that's never going to sell it to you, but you're like, oh, I'll take a bite yeah. of that. Oh, like, that's nice. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to eat a king yeah. size bar of it. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. I, I love fun size candies yeah. because like whoever goes out of their way to get a Mr. Good bar, but you get one of those mini Mr. Good bars. Mm-hmm. You're like, hell Yeah. I am one of the weirdos mm-hmm. that I will go out of my way to get a Mr. Good bar. Dude. They're so good. <laughs> they are good. So good. I agree. And I Coming think it's because they're Mars and not and Russian, I've been if doing... I remember correctly. Not sure, but yeah, those are good. All right. This next one is from Jeff. What oh, was... One, oh, yeah. One more shout out. Just one more shout out. Yeah, bro. To Payday. To Payday. Payday. Like, pe- people don't give Payday, payday. enough love. Payday. Oh, good. dude, I love a Payday. Payday's bomb. Yeah, so good. Payday's bomb. That is all. <laughs> all right, all right. So the next... next one is from our buddy Jeff (laughs) as well what was your favorite Halloween costume the one I remember the most was when I was a kid I went as uh, Jim Carrey's Riddler from Batman Forever Nice, and that is my favorite Halloween costume I ever did Mm -hmm. I remember I had a little staff for it I had like a stretchy question mark spandexy green outfit that is literally the only Halloween costume I distinctly remember and who was I that year because I think we were thematically together weren't we we may have, because we did do some thematic ones together, too, because there's one other one I can think the of that we did as a theme, too, which you're also oh. probably thinking. No. Oh, uh, we went to Kentucky Kingdom one year as Sting in the yeah, Ultimate Warrior. Yeah, that was a good one. <laughs> I was Redface NWO Wolfpack Sting. Yeah, and I was the Ultimate Warrior, and then I was still afraid to ride on the uh, roller coaster down <laughs> versions. And I was like, would the ultimate warrior go this ride? I'm 13. I don't know. That's hilarious. No, he would talk about the extrusity and then shoot his dick full of steroids. Yeah, I didn't realize the guilt of it when I was 13. Well, yeah, of course. Yeah. The one that I really remember sticking out to me is because of a memory of something that happened while I was wearing this costume. And I'm surprised that I was allowed to wear this costume as a um, rule. Christian religious child, but I literally went for Halloween one year as Satan. <laughs> like nice. I had my face painted red, had the devil mustache and goatee and the horns oh, yeah. and had a trident or pitchfork. Sorry, pitchfork, I guess is the right word. I'm not fucking Poseidon here. Uh, <laughs> what, what Nate is leaving out though is that he was the devil from Cow and Chicken, so he also had a big voluptuous red ass. I mean, I still have that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but what I remember... He's, he's not wrong. He what I remember about this is like I was... It, we were trick-or-treating in our grandparents' neighborhood, and I was walking down yeah. the street going to the next house and getting my candy, and this little girl looks at me and like, Ah, it's the devil! This <laughs> 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 is just so fucking funny, because like, I couldn't have been more than like seven or eight years old in this costume. <laughs> I think you were the devil the same year I was a Dracula, too. So I guess for one year, they let us go super scary. <laughs> so... Because I definitely remember our haul that year. Because I remember going back to our grandparents' house and just pouring up like yeah, two buddy. full bags full <laughs> shit. 
And then looking in the closet and playing the Rummy Cube board game, which I don't even remember how it was played, but it had those cool little moves <laughs> on some of the tiles. I, uh, so I have two. Um, one, I don't really remember much about it, but I remember the costume itself when I was a kid. I dressed up as the Blue Ranger. Nice. Um, I had this like weird rubber that smelled weird when you wore it blue power ranger helmet thing i'll remember and those kind had, of masks oh yeah i had the get up that mm-hmm. was like the shirt and the cloth pants that looked like the power ranger thing and then i had the gloves that had the little buttons that it, in, the, in the palm that if you press them it went it's morphin time and like you know all that so nice like, i was blue ranger i was badass right nice um then when i was older when I got older, I went to a Halloween party at my buddy Wes's house, and it's more for the story that I enjoyed this costume. I just, I painted my face, like, not, let me, let me rephrase this. I didn't go blackface, but I painted black around my eyes and my mouth, like, like dark, solid black to, uh, to cover it. And then I have a, I used to have it, I tore it apart, actually, for a uh, vocal cover of Vermilion by Slipknot, because it was a Slipknot mask. I had Sean Crahan, clown from Slipknot's, like a rubber version of his mask. So I put that on over it. So think Kane, but in a, cl- a clown mask. So I had that, and then I put on this black sweater that I had and these black pants, and I just went to this party as a creepy, cl- dead clown-looking thing, and I didn't talk to anybody. <laughs> I would just creepily glare at them. And... Man, when I tell you that that does a lot for girls and I don't know why. <laughs> like, I give yourself an air of mystery, I suppose. And I got the... Ladies, imagine meeting a group of girls. Fair enough. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that was that was a great night. Nice. What about you, Dave? What's your favorite costume? Uh, man, we've got... Weirdly enough, in the small town I live in, we have an awesome costume shop. Like it's uh, it's amazing, and they've got a lot of like, um, quality costumes. And um, I sometimes I like to go in there and just kind of look around. They've got um, so my favorite costume is that one time. It's kind of expensive, but in high school I rented an uh, like Obi Wan's robes, uh, and. This is probably freshman year in high school, and it's like I didn't do anything. <laughs> I just I was like, it's, it's Halloween, and we've got this store here in town that's awesome. I'm just going to go ahead and rent yeah. this. And then, yeah. Nice. Love that. Dude, I would have, yeah, I hope you like went home and watched Star Wars sitting in the Jedi robe. That would have been sweet. <laughs> oh, you know I did. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Hell yeah. VHS, baby. Like, yeah. I wish I had a lightsaber. Wait a minute. <laughs> Now I have one. (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) All right. Next one is also from our buddy Jeff. What video game had the best Halloween theme? Do you mean theme as in like music or like? I'm thinking just like a themed Halloween like level in a game. Like anything kind of like that spooky theme. Like the one that comes to mind for me is like my favorite level in Mario Kart 8 which is the Twisted Mansion, because, like, the Haunted Mansion is my favorite ride at Disney World. Like, always has been, always will be. And this just gives out big Haunted Mansion vibes. I love that level a lot. Have you ever played the Haunted Mansion game? Luigi's on... <clears throat> no, 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 no. There was a Disney's Haunted Mansion game that came no. out. Um, PS2, 
two PS3 somewhere around in there. Some in that era. No. no. Yeah. I don't remember if it was any good, but I know it, I know it existed. All right. <laughs> um, I have two. I, I always do this, but I have two answers, and they're for different reasons. One, Jersey Devil, PlayStation One. We already talked about this at some point during this episode. Um, you want to shut the fuck up about Jersey well, Devil today? You're, you're a kid in a in a costume running around uh, during Halloween trying to collect these things and pumpkins and things like that. So, I mean, it's, it's got the vibe. Yeah. But then also, like, Kingdom yeah. Hearts 1 and 2, <clears throat> going to Halloween Town. Yeah, dude, that's a great answer. Ah. Uh, yeah. Going and chilling with Jack and that weird-ass mayor that I can still remember this vivid nightmare I had about. And weird. He was trying to rape me in my dream. Oh, yeah, no. dude, it, it, it was literally, it was one of those dreams. You ever woke up from a dream sweating, scared? <laughs> Is that just a me thing? I wake up oh. from most things <laughs> like that. <laughs> like, oh no, I'm conscious. <laughs> what about you guys? Dave, Willie? Uh, this is kind of cheating, but like the first thing that came to mind is Monster so Party I, for the NES. Nice. I mean, it's I know yeah. it's the whole thing is like a Halloween type game, but I mean that that game is so fucking weird and uh, totally like, I don't know. For me, it hits the Halloween vibes because it's weird. It's not just a scary game. It's like, it, it's weird and profoundly strange. Yes. Profoundly strange is a really good way of putting it. It is. It's just weird. It's got Halloween vibes. No, like I remember playing that game and streaming it, beating it for the first time ever. Like I'd played it as a kid, but I never beat it. And I streamed it one time through the end. It was like, this game is freaking weird. Like, there's a fried shrimp coming after me right now. What is happening? <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> and Willie, you don't have one? No. I couldn't Fair think of anything, enough, actually. Yeah. All right. And our next one is from Adam. Have you ever been somewhere you thought was haunted? Or if not, <clears throat> where would you spend the night in somewhere that was haunted for an undisclosed amount of money? So I have, I've, uh, I had a good buddy back in middle school through high school whose dad worked a security at the Waverly Hill Sanatorium during the Halloween season. Yeah. So I'd actually been able to go nice. into the non-haunted house, but the actual part of the uh, Waverly Hill Sanatorium, like the body shoot and all that stuff. And it's like, it was a really interesting place to tour. And like, whenever I go on a little trip with my wife, a lot of times we will take like the haunted tour of that town. So, like, I've been in a bunch of places in St. Augustine, Florida that are supposedly haunted. So, like, There's a lot, bro. Yeah, there are. Like, I love St. Augustine. Like, they're just one of those silly things we do. We've done it in, like, Chattanooga. We've done it in St. Augustine. We almost... No, did... We might have done it in Boston. I can't remember if we did or not. But, like, it's just one of those stupid things It's like, we like to do that we don't really think too much about. Like, we don't really think we're going to see a ghost or whatever, but it's just fun to see the haunted history of places. And it's funny that you bring up St. Augustine because that also leads into like my answer, which I, I have been in places that are said that, you know, that are said to be haunted. One specifically being the fort in St. Augustine, like many of people died in that thing over the years. Like there is soil somewhere down there soaked in blood from war. And that's just wild to me. Right. And they say, you know, if you're out there, I don't remember if it's when the sun sets or right as the sun rises that you can see soldiers on the edge of there looking out at the ocean 
like and looking like they're preparing for battle like they see ships coming in yeah and i'm like i'm sure that's a myth but holy fuck if i were to see that i would flip shit so i would stay in the fort at saint augustine and i'll sleep in one of those weird jail cells that they have like the the fake sky quote i think fake skeleton <laughs> it might be just some dude who's been dead in that room for a while they're like you know what? we'll leave this locked and we'll just put a, a peephole people can look at it won't disturb the dead i don't know saint augustine's weird like that they have these graveyards that people were buried 1700s 1600s mm-hmm. 1800s but because the general population of people suck you can't go in those graveyards you're not allowed you can only look at them over these like big metal fence things but like dude i just i want to appreciate the history i want to like read this person died 300 years ago like someone lived in this town that we're in right now 300 years ago 400 years ago. that's like that's wild to me yeah st augustine is one of the oldest settlements like from europe to the united states from spain spanish yeah like st augustine is really interesting town and i and i'm a history buff i love history so like going there and I'm looking at these buildings that are like the little plaque on the walls like, hey, this is how this was built. They kind of just rock, sploosh, because some of those buildings, it's like it's not uniform at all. Yeah. You, you know, you've been there. You know what I'm talking about, where it's like the like one rock will be super big and it'll have three smaller rocks underneath it and then like two bigger rocks. And then it's just, but it works. Yeah. The fucker's still standing. <laughs> through however many hurricanes have gone through Florida. <laughs> And wars and all kinds Jeez, of shit that's yeah. rolled through there over the years. It's fucking crazy, dude. I wonder if the natives that lived there, like, when the, those guys showed up, they were like, I bet that's the Spanish Inquisition. <laughs> Never expect it. But of course they didn't, because no one expects the Spanish Inquisition. <laughs> anyway, that's my answer. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, when I was like late teens or early twenties, I did form a little ghost hunter group that investigated. We were going to inve- I put together a big old. I, I looked up, I did a bunch of research on local sites that were supposed to be haunted. We went to one of them, and so many of the people got freaked out after what happened the next day that half of them quit, and we just never reformed. What happened the next day? Random shit, apparently. Like everyone called back and said they ran it. Something spooky followed them home, basically, and everyone's story was a little bit different. But it wasn't even one of the main ones. Like, it wasn't, like, fucking, uh, it wasn't Waverly Hill Sanatorium or anything. It was, like, a graveyard uh, near uh, Jefferson Forest. That was it. People just had some spooky toms the next day. Maybe they scared themselves out of it. But either way, like, we just didn't do another one. About you, Dave? Um, I've... As a kid, I remember going to St. Augustine. I remember, uh, uh... the, the fort and I remember like the ghost stories and stuff. I, I, I've always wanted to go to Waverly, um, especially because it's so nearby, uh, where I live and it's also like famous, you yeah. know what I mean? It's like, if you were to like go to Google and type in most haunted location, like you're going to Waverly is going to show up on like every top 10 list. I feel like, um, but what I would really like to do, what I think would be really scare, like scarier than like Waverly, because I just think Waverly would be cool. But like to do something actually scary, I think is to go to like a haunted location in Japan, um, where it's huh? like you're not only dealing with okay, Logan Paul, down. <laughs> well, <laughs> but you're not only dealing with like you're dealing with a haunted location and culture shock simultaneously, uh, and I. think... 
I, w- I thought you were going to go to the Paris Catacombs. That's exactly where I thought you were headed there. Oh, that would be cool, too. I mean, I don't know. That's kind of more... I, I don't know. I What I like about, like, Japanese ghost stories is, like, they almost all, like, involve a curse of some yeah. kind, you know? Yeah. And, like, and that's... very specific, too. Right, exactly. And I think that's really neat because it's, like, e- even if you don't necessarily believe in ghosts... There's, there's still like this, I don't know, this level of danger going to this location, you know, um, I, I don't know. I, I think that's, I think that's really neat. And like a lot of those like haunted tunnels and stuff, uh, like those old abandoned tunnels in Japan, uh, those are probably like the, some of the, I think the, the creepiest to think about. Yeah. And while we're on the subject of like foreign places being super scary, uh, I think I gave a shout out to this movie two years ago when we did an episode on phasmophobia but if you would like to watch a movie that is foreign terrifying and is also basically phasmophobia the movie it's called ganjam haunted asylum mm-hmm. i remember you talking about that dave you watched that too didn't you yeah it's great i watched it on your recommendation um and and i loved it um i i thought it was i thought it was yeah fantastic didn't you say it had like somebody from um squid game in it Squid Game, yeah, yeah. I think the, the 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 like pretty smart guy, pretty comma smart guy. Um, <laughs> the I don't remember exactly. I don't remember all the names in Squid Game because again they were all four. But yeah, he was he was definitely in that. Nice. And it's a, it's a great time, dude. And um, mm-hmm. I would love to see more horror come out of places like St. Augustine and things like that as far as like games go. Like we played that one free game. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. that was about St. Augustine and that was awesome. That was one of the best free games we've played. That was but really like, good, yeah. Give me give me a triple A game <clears throat> or even a double A game. I don't care. That is like horror themed and maybe you're a detective and you're trying to solve this mystery but you have to quote peek back in time but the location is saint augustine so like you would go into these parts and then it would port you back to saint augustine say in 1700s or 1800s and maybe that there was kind of maybe there's like a jack the ripper-esque person that you could make up you know for artistic uh whatever the fuck they call it uh and yeah i just think that there's there's so many avenues that it could be done with places like that or like that waverly like it makes me think of waverly place (laughs) And the wizards, the wizards of that it's haunted <laughs> um but yeah like do a fucking game based in that where there's just some shit going on and suddenly things go hey like there are so many opportunities but i don't know how legality comes in with using real locations does that make sense like i just i don't know it's a gray area for me well you could always make a fictionalized version of a real location after all isn't the first silent hill game heavily based on Centralia, Pennsylvania. Yeah, you're right. Like, you could make a heavily fictionalized version of Waverly Hills Sanatorium or anything in St. Augustine. I wish I was better at drawing and design because there's been times I've been driving through Keystone and I just start imagining, like, what would this... Because the way some of the trees, you know, like trees will grow over the road and shit. I'm like, what would this look like if these trees were, like, mushroomy and... (laughs) Mushroomy and, like, bioluminescent. (laughs) And like fairyish looking, like what if this was like a fairy forest I was driving through, and things like that. I'm like, could be cool because you could use the layout of the town, but then design something completely fantasy about it. Yeah, you know, it's, I don't know. There's mm-hmm. so many ideas that'd be cool. 
Is that the end of the question? That is any more. That, that is the end. Oh shit! All right. Well, next episode we're doing, gentlemen, uh, is the freebies. Is the freebie games? Um, I know Nate, you've looked at some on itch. I have looked at some also on itch. I believe some of ours crossed over. Um, the one that I would ask of you guys to absolutely play, and I will send it to you if I haven't already, is someone remade PT in the Unreal Engine. Mm. Now, I've played PT. Everyone's heard me talk about that. Um, Dave, did you ever get to play PT when it was on PS4? Man, I wish. No, I missed out on that and uh, highly regret it. Okay, well, I will I will send you this uh, this rare file if you would like then too um, because somebody went in and recreated, yeah, totally. recreated the whole thing in Unreal to the point that I loaded into the game and I'm sitting in the room you started in and I'm like, Wow, this looks really good. They did a good job. And I open that door and I see that hallway and like PTSD kicking in, I immediately was filled with dread and anxiety. Uh, if it's a remade in the uh, Unreal Engine, shouldn't it be PTHD? <laughs> uh, yes. Actually, I think it was almost slightly grainy like it would have looked on PS4. But either way, I did one loop. I walked around the loop one time and got back into the room and went in the second time and just went, Fuck this. <laughs> Fuck, I can't do it. Fuck this. And I quit out. I was like, nope. Um, still as scary as I remember it because there's something. It's liminally nice. horror because you're wandering through this hallway, but there's just always something off about the hallway. There's major audio things going on. There's other other stuff that I won't get into. I want you guys to see for yourself. And it's like, oh, yeah, I can't. Sure. It's the. Yeah, don't don't spoil it. Don't just jump into it, baby. The only Let's game do it that has ever time. made that me is and my friends going flip a couch because all three of us jumped at the same time, and it straight flipped this couch backwards. <laughs> well, love seat. Three of us want a love seat, but still, three guys um, sitting on a love seat. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> this seat's for two, but I can fit three. <laughs> now do it, your Duke voice. <laughs> This can fit two, or no? But I can fit three. <laughs> I can see my dick from up here. <laughs> uh, yeah, Cusco, Cusco's poison. Two dicks. <laughs> oh Jesus! Uh, but yeah, free games. Got to do some PT. I guess that just leaves house cleaning. I suppose. Um, but first, before we get into that, before we plug our shit, we should let our guest plug his shit. So Dave, tell everybody where they can find you, find the podcast and that sort of thing, my good sir. And thank you very much for joining us. Yo, thanks for the invite. Uh, this was a lot of fun. I was looking forward to this. Uh, I'm glad we got to, got to do it. I love, like I said earlier, I, I love the show. Um, and I love you guys. And I think this is, this is all great. I love playing phasmophobia with you guys. Uh, it rules. So thank you so much for having me on. Hey man, it's been a pleasure. Um, Absolutely. Welcome anytime, man. We won't be done playing with you now. <laughs> Checks in the mail, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> Dave, come out and play. <laughs> I totally, I, I'm going to play this uh, Halloween update with you guys uh, whenever Definitely. we can. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, I'm looking forward to checking that this out. This weekend for sure. Yeah, that would be, that would be awesome. Um, I've been doing a podcast with uh, my friend Tyler and, and Ian, uh, two friends. Uh, we've been doing a podcast together uh, that started 
uh, almost 11 years ago uh, called Tadpog. Tyler and Dave play old games. Um, we focus on Super Nintendo games, but like when I say we focus, we don't really focus on anything. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> <ADHD> going. <laughs> yeah, it's it, it, go ahead, Willie. I was going to say, yeah, they'll talk about Waterworld for three hours, but only about 30 minutes is about the game Waterworld. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're kind of all over the place and that's kind of, I don't know. It rolls. That's, that's kind of the, it, it's so fun. We have, we have fun with it. So if you want to check it out, you go find it wherever podcasts are. That's Tadpog. Tyler and Dave play all game, which it bears to saying that that is how the three of us met me. Well, not me and Willie. Obviously, we're brothers, but that's how we met <laughs> Dalton because we were all active community members over there and all yeah, just came yeah. together like that. Yeah, Tadpog community is really cool. I've met a lot of cool friends from that. Like Nate's become Game Bud Prime in their Discord. So mm-hmm. when we talk about Game Buds, that we're talking about Dave's podcast community where we play a lot of games weekly. Like super cool. Definitely listen to them. Go check out their Discord if you like them. They're, and they fucking rule. honestly, in a weird way, if not for Tadpog, uh, Steam Machine might be dead because when Ryan left the show and it was just me, I guarantee you this show would not still be going if it would have still just been me. So I can thank, I can thank Tadbog for that. Cause I met my hosts from there, my co-hosts and stuff. So yeah, man, it's a good show. Go check it out. And it's funny. If you like, uh, if you like us, they're way better than us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're, they've been, they've been, it's, it's, it's a similar show, but better. If you like really crazy, and my commentary. co-hosts are funnier than me, so I mean, if if you were listening to this and you're like, this guy fucking sucks, uh, come check it out for Ian and Tyler. <laughs> Word up, man! But yeah, go check him out. So that leaves. <laughs> I just nodded my head like, yeah, he, he sucks. This guy's a <laughs> piece of shit. Dies from a URA every time. This guy. <laughs> Somebody get the B gun. <laughs> if you would like to leave us a five star review on iTunes, that would be wonderful, or a thumbs up, or whatever the hell they do over on Spotify, give us one of those as well. I used to plug the social medias here, but I honestly don't use them all that much anymore. So if you would like to just join the Discord, which is where all the fun shit happens, bit.ly slash TSMP Discord, all capital letters, we'll get you a link into the Discord. Come join and vote uh speaking of votes we haven't checked in on this for all of october that i know of so let's see if anything's changed the mm. fan picked poll mega dimension neptunia v2 is still ahead and i am still in shock out of all those other games how is how mortal Kombat's not winning now don't get me wrong i am thrilled that a neptunia game is finally winning a poll but i thought for sure mortal Kombat would win that but so then we got the short game poll and that is by a landslide, uh, Far Cry Blood Dragon, and I mean a serious landslide. Uh, and then the retro game vote poll, like we said earlier, Super Noah's Ark 3D still sitting happy at the top. So join the Discord, bit.ly/tsmp Discord. Come, make your vote heard, and just chat with us, man. We're cool. We're hip. If you'd like a link to the website, it's bit.ly slash the Steam Machine Podcast. Just capitalize that phonetically. Uh, it is now up to date, thanks to Dane. Shout out to Dane. He is the man. If you would like to help me keep the lights on, patreon.com slash the Steam Machine Podcast. With an extra special shout out to people who donate $10 or more to us because they like us or because they hate us so much that they give us money to hope that we will buy something that will then kill us. <laughs> 
<laughs> Nate Sir Cogsworth, the seventh of Juniper. Jeff, the original expendable Mr. Syllables. Old Jeffy Loop himself. Arisa Adam, shout out to his podcast, Revival and Extinction. James, the Steam Machine. Home on the hall. Team Retrogue. Go check him out on YouTube. Mr. Puzzles, Dane himself, and Chad, the mad lad. No goddamn C in his last name, Schaefer. Shout out to Yav's Pod, yet another BS podcast, a, a sometimes podcast these days that me and my buddy Jeremy do, and we shoot the shit. Shout out to the JRPG Report, where me and Mikolov from Team Retrogue cover all the recent JRPG news. And if you want a shirt, tsmpproductions.threadless.com. Go check it out. Oh, and I released an album recently, nowthenightmare.bandcamp.com. Thank you very much. Go check that out. Other than that, again, just leave us a five-star review, man. That would be nice. Helps us in those analytics or whatever the fucking weird shit's going on behind the scenes at YouTube and spotify and all that jazz boys you got anything that you would like to plug i'm good to go brother i would like just just for the sake of fun dave, dave do you have anything you tadpog, please yeah yeah you already got his plug in that case i would just like to plug tadpog again by letting dave lead us in a hell yeah so we can do the traditional hell yeah of the tadpoglodites <laughs> hell, hell yeah, yeah. Hell, so yeah. hell yeah hell yeah <laughs> hell yeah <laughs> As we say around these parts, raise hail, praise Dale. Raise hail, praise Dale. Raise hail, praise Dale. Dale. And on that note, everyone, we will see you on the next episode. So just fair warning, our next episode is going to be weekly. And then after that, we're back to bi-weekly. Spooktober is over and things will go back to normal. And before you know it, the Steamy Awards will be here. I do everything (laughs) 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 bi-weekly. For that, for the Destructo Bros, thank you, Dave, again for joining us. And as always, everybody, take it easy.